ready. I'm, I'm ready. All right, folks, and oh. welcome to another episode of the Clipping Point. My name is Captain Ben, and joining me is Mister. Oh, was well, my right. first? Yeah, Tim Murphy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I was looking at something else. Yes, Tim Murphy. Thank you. And uh, along with Noel Garcia. Yes, and normally this is the part where. Uh, Paul would uh, step in, but uh, fortunately he can't make it. Uh, something happened, but any case, but let's go ahead and introduce one of our special guests of the evening, Mr. Zach Three. Uh, Poloff, right? Yes, Did I pronounce yes, that? Right. Okay. <laughs> There's a little hesitation there. <laughs> yes, indeed, indeed. Hang on, let me just make that announcement. Hello, hello, hello. Okay. Right, right. Hello. So, uh, go ahead. Go ahead, Tim. Go ahead. Okay. So, so basically, um, I don't know if we have anybody on, but if uh, you're tuning in, or you're just now, or you're watching this later after we've already aired, um, please ask whatever questions. You can post whatever questions in the chat, mm-hmm. and um, we are going to be just going over some. Uh, we're going to be going over with Zach some of his past experience, and we're going to be talking about him about this super super exciting season of round two of the clutch kickers one hundred thousand dollar drift series um is it season still, two is it still called the one hundred thousand dollar drift series oh, that's a good question is it or is it just the drift series now uh so, so for 2021 we're still gonna use the 100k series because we're not dramatically above 100k we do the math thing it's only like twenty thousand more or something and okay. hundred twenty thousand sounds kind of weird so until it goes to like 200 or up it'll probably stay the same awesome gotcha. okay got you 1.2 Okay, the <laughs> clutch kicker is 1.2. The 1.2K. <laughs> so we're going to be going over that, and we're going to be just um, seeing what the difference is in, in this year to last year, what's, um, what to expect. Uh, we definitely we already know some changes because we've seen the driver's list, but let's go ahead and start and ask you, Zach, where did you start drifting? I figure we'll start there, get some background for those people that don't know who you are because they see you at the track yelling or pointing or telling go this way and you're you're going around like a madman everywhere um driving other people's cars which i remember you i think when i was up there you're driving some cressida like falling in the back seat or something it was like way sketchy you're telling me so where did you get your start of drifting and what what was the first chassis we'll we'll stay there that you started with um so i started drifting like a decade ago in atlanta um i'm from the like streetwise drift nopey days of drift in atlanta um, nice First chassis I ever did, S14, yeah, S14, which is not, it's still the same chassis I'm using now, it's a different rendition of the car, but um, that's kind of my background. I've been doing this for a little over a decade in various different states and like event types, so. Mm. Okay, nice. So, so you mentioned SWD, because um, I did, I did, I did a season up there, I was always up in, um, uh, Charlotte Motor Speedway, and I was um, I was also so were you back so when they were doing the Nopi at uh, Nopi the Nopi show drift off at Atlanta, you were doing those back then. Yeah, so I did Nopi when it was still at Atlanta Atlanta Motor Speedway. Right, it was like that. Yeah, Atlanta. Yeah, and then when it went to Commerce Dragway, I was still there. Nice. Nice. I, nice. I went to every Nopi up until the very last one in the same car, actually. So you, <laughs> nice. got, to, you got to drift with Nick Hogan then. Wasn't Nick Hogan back then? Was uh, he in that? Well, he was in there for one year for 2007. I think I, that, but I don't know if they were going to the Nopi Nationals. I think they were at the end of the year, but I, I can't confirm that. Um, Zach, yeah. maybe. Do you, do you remember? Was Nick, was Nick Hogan still drifting when you were in Nopi? I don't think so because Nopi for me would have, like, would have been like 2010 to 13. Hmm. Oh, yeah. So I doubt it. 
Yeah. Okay. So, so what would you say is your favorite outside of Clutch Kickers, of course, because you can't outside of Clutch Kickers, probably maybe favorite venue for drifting as a driver, like most challenging or just most fun, either one, whatever you say sticks out the most in your head. Um, my favorite track to drive outside of ours, I love Mid Pond, even though it's smaller scale, it's super fun, super technical track. Um, most fun events that we've been to that are bigger scale, all the grid lives. We did grid life Alpine Horizon Festival the first year, which was pretty cool. Ooh, wow. Um, yeah. Road Atlanta's pretty sick. <laughs> yes. Those are probably my top two outside of our track in Mid Pond. Okay, so you have, you have some pretty good experience on some pretty nice tracks, man. I never, I, I, I went to um, Road Atlanta and I failed tech. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so I remember that. For that an was S- sad. Yeah, SWD event, I went there and I failed tech, so I, I didn't get to go to that event. I ended up getting stuck at a KMS <laughs> event. Atlanta Motor Speedway. Rough. Yeah, and it, and it and but I did get to meet Dai Yoshihara. Yeah. So that was a kind of a cool time, but it was it was almost like a rain out, so it was like a monsoon. Yeah. But that was like towing my car all the way up there for a weekend that just didn't really get much uh, drifting at. Yeah, that's rough. Yeah. So so competing wise, what have you competed? Have you, so you competed in the um, the Pro Am series for SWD. Yeah, I competed in SWD. I've competed in Lone Star Drift a little bit. Uh, I've done Myrtle Beach Pro Am a little bit. Um, KMS Drift. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's um, a competing. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Uh, I think those. I think those are all the series. I've done like some one-off events too, but I think those are the, the bigger series that I've done over the years. Okay. Okay. So and then um, Ben, you have any? I'm gonna try to switch gears to chassis, and, and before we get into the chassis topic, you know. Is there anything else you want to ask him about? Is, no, is no. The, the, I think the chassis was probably yeah. the next one that I was going to ask about. Go ahead. Okay, so basically I, we, we touched on this before we started. Um, chassis, I guess what would you – so what's your favorite chassis maybe uh, – so so you did say it was a, it's, a, it's a big topic. So maybe what would you be your favorite what would competitive? Be, what would be your dream drift build? Oh, dream drift build. No. Oh, boy. Oh, forget it. Now um, we're going to be here all night. <laughs> if I was going to redo – another car i would either do an e92 bmw or a c6 corvette i had a c6 drift car at one point and i just didn't do it right it was they weren't developed enough yet didn't mm-hmm. really know what i was doing but now that i've seen where they could go i think they're gonna be some of the better newer chassis drift cars mm-hmm. so i would probably be one of those two if i could have an unlimited budget yeah budget yeah. budget's key right yeah they're, they're actually starting to i, I see um was that that uh i can't think of the top of my head there's that that series um they're actually starting off and and seeing what it takes to go pro i can't remember oh that. uh the drift games drift games yes. they started a series i don't know if you saw that and and one of they basically took two two of the drivers two of the guys of the show they um they start off with uh one guy started off with a miata mm-hmm. and the other one started off with a corvette so yeah it's going to be interesting to see how that progresses because what's available now for the vet and i i it is pretty tempting right because now the pricing on them is great it's starting to come down and if we would have gone back maybe 10 years ago and if you would have asked me is a corvette a good drift car i would have said heck no that's a terrible car to start with but now with everything available for it i mean and so many people so many people have claimed that it's like an s chassis just with more power and more grip so it's it's kind of amazing where uh we've gone into like what cars we can build now yeah so ben um yeah i I guess a kind of a touching on the chassis part 
is there a like obviously uh with the series the clutch kicker series and you're seeing all these other type of vehicles uh sort of out there is there one that has like stood out for you that maybe you uh if you had the opportunity you'd pick up on and, and build off of that um I mean, I, there's two cars that I really enjoy watching drive because I think they're kind of different and they're kind of elites at what they do. Taylor's Cadillac is super unique and extremely fast, extremely sick. Um, to see the R&D he's done with that car for the past three years and how far it's came is pretty cool. And then I really like Kevin Lawrence's, uh, the Njuku Skyline. Yes. Thing. Yeah. In, term, in terms of what that car is, it's extremely fast, extremely dialed. Um, so probably one of those two, if I could like kind of take what somebody else has done and run with it it's probably one of those two cars yeah yeah i like i like i like his the skyline That's yeah cool. when he came out and they the the um drift hq brought that car up from orlando for him to compete yeah that was on the last round yeah, yeah that was incredible that was that was good that was cool yeah to see. and that car in in comparison to like all the other pro and pro 2 cars or pro spec now it's relatively simple in comparison to the other cars which is is the beauty of that car it's it just works very well with a setup that isn't so crazy and elaborate so mm-hmm uh so how did you get involved with the uh, clutch kickers how how that came about because obviously i mean you've already pointed out the, some of your experience and uh in the years of drifting so how did that come about so clutch kickers kind of came about for me i actually worked for a different shop here in fort walton beach like part-time doing my normal job uh mr castleberry and his son were originally actually clients of ours i worked for the shop that built our white competition car originally Hmm. And then I was also driving for that shop sponsored by them. Um, near the end of the build, they basically wanted to start their own drift team. Nick's original goal was to go to Formula D. Like he wanted to go through Pro-Am, you know, go into Pro-2, go to Pro-1. And that was originally like the goal for them. And as most people know, you're not going to do that without a substantial crew behind you and some experience. So uh, me and another driver, Joey, from that same shop, started working with them a little bit. And then... Like four or five months into the team, uh, we decided to kind of like actually make Clutch Kicker something more than just like a drift team. And we just kind of all quit our jobs and ran with it. And oh, wow. Three years later, uh, we have what's arguably the second biggest drift series in the United States. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's no, awesome. Yeah, definitely for sure. So three years. So so last year wasn't the really the first year of Clutch Kickers then, right? No, it was just the first year of the 100K series. So Clutch Kickers before that was like about a year and a half old where we had done like a United States tour where we went and drove for like three months all around the United States and the apparel brand launched like a year and a half before that. So Clutch Kickers, this should be our fourth year. Oh, wow. Nice, nice. So Yeah, so I didn't know that. I didn't realize that Me you neither. guys actually had that team where we're going around the country and drifting at different tracks. So yeah. that's something that I didn't know. But even then, it's still crazy how fast Clutch Kickers has grown. I mean, it's just, it's exploded. So I mean, uh, hats off to you guys. It's 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 a feat. And has it has it caused any challenges? All right. And and do you think that it it had met met or exceeded your original expectations so quickly? So looking back at where we are now, I would say it, it definitively has beaten all of our expectations. I don't think any of us involved at any point saw it growing to the scale that it has, and that it's going to continue to hopefully grow too. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've definitely had a lot of help along the way. You know, there's a lot of shops around here, like Full Lock has helped us out a lot. Um, there's been a bunch of people that are involved that just kind of help keep pushing us. Um, but it's definitely exceeded, I think, all of our expectations, especially with the 100K series. When we went in, we didn't know what to expect. We didn't know if 
anybody was going to show up to drive. And then we just somehow managed to make it to the first year with, with minimal casualties and hopefully year two is just going to be <laughs> 10 times better. Yeah. I mean, minimal <laughs> casualties. I mean, it just like, it was like one of those things like, Oh, these guys are doing this series. Well, man, you yeah. know, how many times have we seen series, you know, I don't want to mention any series, you know, cause we all know of one or two locally that come out and said, Oh, we're going to do this, 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 they do a couple events and people are like, Hey, you know, I won first place, but I never got paid or, yeah. or, you know, or certain things that you've seen. And then, so when, when, when we first saw that, okay, we're like, okay, I don't know. I mean, that's a lot of money. You know, you're thinking <laughs> yeah. autom- automatically you're going to be skeptical. Right. Yeah. And then after the first, second, third one, you're like, wow, these guys are doing, this is, this is serious. And yeah. that's, that's when I reached out to uh, Mike Castleberry. I was like, listen, we want to be a part of it. Right. Yeah. We want to be a part of it because it's, it's just like this thing that you can see is just flourishing so quickly and being run so well. It's just so organized. It's almost like, it, it, like you said, it, okay, this may be the fourth year, but in terms of series and competitions or just mm-hmm. organizations, you're still, it's still a baby, right? Yeah. So to see what's happened and to even to just, I can only imagine where it's going to go because it's, I don't know. I mean, this, this season we're looking at the, Looking at that top forty list that's on the that I've seen already, and I'm like, wow, really? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, go ahead. Well, uh, speaking of like, since the series is growing, and you're saying that you're getting a lot of local support, uh, you know, people want to jump on because the series is growing so fast. Are you also getting support nationally or even internationally from different shops or sponsors or whatnot? Um, we are. We were hoping to get a substantial backing this year compared to what we had last year, mm-hmm. which we're still working on. A lot of the sponsors we had last year and the ones we've been talking to, everybody's kind of in the same predicament with their budgets due to like the whole COVID shutdown and you know, everybody's on this like weird time frame for drifting now. So yes and no. I mean we've gotten a lot more support than we had last year, but we're not quite still where we want to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but twenty twenty one for us is basically already locked in. Like we've got everything planned out for the five rounds that we want to do already done we're already looking forward and ahead to 2022 so we're like we're kind of there already hopefully yeah that's awesome Mm -hmm. that's awesome i mean uh yeah 2020 was a mess for everybody you still pulled off the series yet uh, there is going to be a little bit of backtracking because of that but i mean if 2022 is going to be awesome i mean uh, because if things get back to normal this year, I mean, it, the sky's the limit for you guys. Mm-hmm. So that, so that being said, um, obviously, uh, the first season of the hundred thousand dollar clutch kickers drift series was a success by far. I don't think anybody yeah. can even argue that. What? So let's go ahead and start um, looking at the drivers list. We already noticed that Pat Gooden is a driver. So yeah. we already know there's some changes. Um, let's go ahead and start off with the judges. So what uh, what are the changes that we're, that drivers can expect um, when it comes to the being judged this year? So it's no secret uh, Pat got a really good opportunity this year to drive for another team. Um, just so everybody's upfront and aware, there is Pat's not returning. Neither is Greg. Uh, but there's no bad blood between us or Pat. Pat and I were really good friends before this. We're going to be really good friends after this. Like there was no, there was no big blowout or anything. He just got a really good offer, and he's an extremely talented driver. He's a driver first, judge, and everything else second. So for him to turn this down would have been. I mean, there, there's no way I would have like told him to turn this down to come back to us. Um, 
That being said, we have locked in all three of our judges for 2021. Um, Will Parsons is going to be returning. Um, Officer Dan Brockett is actually going to oh, be filling sick. in. Oh, okay, awesome. there you go. That's going to be exciting. Awesome. Is he going to be handing out citations? <laughs> no. I'm curious. <laughs> It'd be great. Oh, that would like, be great. Track. Yeah, you get a zero <laughs> citation. <laughs> uh, carry on. I'm sorry. Uh, we're good. And then uh, Dwayne Ramsey is actually going to be our third judge for 2021. Nice. So. Nice. Nice. That's exciting. That's exciting. Have, yeah. have all these drivers got to drive the track yet? or? Uh, so Dwayne has been to, I believe, two of our events in Driven. Um, Dan was here for Drift Week. Okay. So yeah. he got yeah. to drive it during Drift Week. And then uh, Will didn't drive it last year, but he drove my personal car for like 10 laps last year. So he's driven it too. Yeah, because okay. that's definitely key. Even um, even as an announcer, I got to come up there um, the last. Well, I thought it was going to be the last fun day of the uh, of the year, yeah. but it ended up being <laughs> another one the following week because of the, the shutdown of the other one. So I didn't get yeah. to. I can't brag. I got the last event end of the year, but I was up there at the second last event, and it is it, it is yeah, it's a whole other thing to drive it mm-hmm. than to just talk about it. So I was definitely excited, and I definitely will be at the. Oh, there's a lot of stuff going on this year, um, personal-wise and family-wise, but uh, definitely we'll be up there this year to drive again, so I'm looking forward to that. Um, so aside from the judges, what about the judging criteria? Uh, is a layout, is it, is the, are the clipping points going to change, or is that something that you, don't, you want to hold off until the, till the, till the first event, or is it going to be posted um, up prior to the event where people can see the layout? Um, so the what, layout, what's going on? The layout will be up prior to the event. Uh, the layout for 2021, at least for round one, is not substantially changing. We're still starting and ending in the same area. Um, we're looking at making adjustments to the inner clip coming out of the first outer zone mm-hmm. because I actually have the asphalt team up there working right now. We're adding a little bit more asphalt where the inner clip was that in the event we decide not to move the clip further in, you at least have room to swing around it and swing out and not drop tires okay. for this year. And then... Um, we're looking at the touch and go potentially giving you a few more feet to get into the touch and go and out um, for some of the lower horsepower cars, especially the Z's and stuff. When, when I was driving them, it's really hard to stretch it out to that touch and go and not scrub a substantial amount of speed, at least to me. Mm-hmm. So when the judges get here for round one, uh, we're going to explore that option. Other than that, for round one, everything is staying the same. Okay. Okay. Okay, so basically anything about as far as um, criteria that's going to change, um, spinning zero, like what's going to define a zero or a major corrections, or all those going to basically be the same as well? So pretty much everything is the same as last year, minus the points we award for each category. For this year, style and angle have been flipped. So style had, I think, 40 points last year. I think this year now has 30, and then we flipped it the other way where uh, angle now has 40 instead of 30. Okay. okay. So. Um, just because style at our track is it's extremely subjective in general, but at our track specifically, we have such a wide variety of drivers. There was a few instances, I think, last year, at least in my, my personal opinion, that guys got docked for just being a little too stylistic and using a lot of angle when it really didn't slow their car down. But the way we did judging last year, we gave each judge a specific category. And... So this year we just tried to do it to where it was more balanced, points would be more balanced, it was more fair across the board. And so we'll try that for round one and hopefully it's a little bit smoother than it was last year. 
Mm-hmm. That, that's a good point to bring up because of the the difference in cars. I mean, you have pro cars, you have grassroots cars, you have almost stock cars going out there. And style would be kind of a hard thing to uh, show off when your car is stock. You're just trying to get it around the track as best as you can. So that's a, I think that's a good change you guys made there. Um, you know, and there's, you know, it's, it's awesome. The drivers are now going to be, you know, able to drive the track the more the way they 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 feel more comfortable yeah and i I was speaking with um josh mason um a few about a week or so ago we had a good conversation josh is he's 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 a good guy um and he was telling me what he loved about the about the event as well is is that and i don't know if this this um is going to carry over to this season but i know last season he said that um, with much, uh, much is expected. So if you have a pro car, you're the judges are expecting more. And if you're not delivering that expected more, it's almost like it counts against you. It seemed like last season. Is that something that you think that's going to kind of carry over this season as well? Yeah. So talking to Will a little bit behind the sand, behind the scenes, I haven't done a lot of talking to Dan or Dwayne yet. Um, outside of the events, I talked to both of them at Drift Week and the last event that Dwayne was at. But we'll reconvene uh, Thursday before the event, and I'll kind of have a conversation about it. But I plan on having that carried over to the events this year. I, I don't think it's fair to expect the same thing out of, like, Aliconadale mm-hmm. and Taylor – or, sorry, let me rephrase that. I don't think it's fair to expect something out of a local driver in a stock Z with an angle kit, the same I would expect it out of, like, Taylor Hole or Aliconadale or somebody like that, regardless of what car they're in. Mm-hmm. Like right. I like gotcha. prove okay. that you can bring out an angle kit and a Z on nitrous and still podium. So that took the argument out of the equation right there of like it's pro car, pro driver. No, pro driver is just a pro driver. Like right. mm-hmm. he's extremely gotcha. skilled in any car. So right. yeah. I expect more of them in general, and I think the judges for twenty twenty one will as well. Mm. Okay. Now what what do you have a question, Ben? Yeah. Um regarding the start line. Obviously, uh this past year, remember, you had uh, two uh, the, the points dropping oh, down. Oh, yeah, they, they can and jump. And the chase guy could jump ahead while the... Uh, well, are there any changes regarding the start line, pretty much? Yes. So, 2021, there is no more arm drop start, period. Um, we actually prototyped the light at the fun day with some of the competition drivers that were there. We'll have a full lighting system in place for 2021. There is no delay off the start line this year. You'll have five lights that come on. When they go off, you go or you get restarted. Hmm. Okay. okay. What about the uh, one more run? So OMT for this year is going back to a full battle, and there are no limitations on how many times they can go one more time. So you'll get your full lead run, your full chase run. If they still don't deem a winner after that, then you can go one more time again and again. Okay. okay. So we'll be no pressure on the judges. It's going to be, you yeah. got to win it, right? Yeah. And also there was, all right, so something that happened, I think it was at the final round uh, with uh, Ben Julian. Uh, he spun out at the at the end uh, of his run, but going on the opposite direction of... After the finish. Yeah, after the finish. So is that something you guys are adjusting or it's going to be the same? Nope. For 2021, that is going to stay the same, mostly just because, one, it's kind of a safety thing for the chase driver. I expect the chase driver coming across the line to be up on somebody's car. If they go five feet past the finish line, fully angled out and spin, there's a good chance the chase driver is going to hit them. And then, two, it stops you from going through the finish line on the foot brake at big angle and then just spinning going through the line because you can hold it at the very ragged edge 
for a few seconds and then just let it go and not pull out of it. Mm-hmm. So you still have to unwind just like you did last year. You still have to come out of drift cleanly. If you spin out or any of that across the finish line, it's still going to be a zero. Good point. Now, what about, um, and I don't know what, I don't remember if we had this issue last year and I don't remember what the ruling is on it. So if you're, if the, one of the drivers spins is the other driver required to finish the lap or if the first person spins at zero, you automatically move on. So same when we did last year, if the chase driver spins out, the lead driver is still required to finish the run, assuming that it wouldn't be something that caused like harm to the lead driver. Like if the chase car passed them for some reason and spun out or, or, you know, whatever, or like, went through the field was blocking, you know, mm-hmm. the final turn or something, then they're not required to finish the run. But presumably nothing happens. Lead car has to finish their run no matter what. If the lead car was to spin out, the chase car is not required to finish their run. Right, because it's, right. yeah, it's yeah. spun out in front of you. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah. Now, what about um, qualifying? I, I, I heard a couple different things with qualifying. Is qualifying, how, how's that going to work? Because I heard mention of possibly the top 16 qualifiers automatically locking in the top 16 spots is that something that um you guys are going to be changing no so for 2021 we had pitched a couple ideas of the way we wanted to split the field originally we weren't going to take as many drivers and we were going to possibly do like 48 and then do some buy runs or whatever but we just deemed it easier to try and not reinvent the wheel with certain Mm -hmm. things like we tried to do last year so this year there's an 80 driver cap across the board we're only going to take 64 and qualify so nice. top 64 qualifiers will get through, and then it'll battle 64 to 32, 32 to 16, just like we did last year. Okay. Now, what, what happens in – and I'm just going to throw a scenario at it because I've seen it in SWD and when we're going back where you get you get really only like top 59, right, because everybody else zeroed out. It's just then you're going to just have to do buy runs, unfortunately, at that point, right? Yeah, same thing we did last year. That's why we took 80 drivers this year. Last year we, we hard capped it at 64. And the issue was there was a few rounds where we sold out all 64, but guaranteed every round somebody double zeroed or somebody's car broke or something happened. Mm-hmm. And then we ended up having somewhere between like four and 15 buy runs, depending on the round. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to try and eliminate that year, this eliminate that this year as much as we can. If for some reason we still have double faults or we can't qualify 64, then the top whatever would just get buy runs. Mm. Okay. Okay. Right. Uh, what what uh, contingency plans do you have? In place for extreme weather. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I remember that. Umbrellas. Yeah. Yeah, so about that. Uh, <laughs> so <laughs> that question actually came up a lot after the hurricane problem last yep. year. Yeah. Um, we don't know if it'll be done for round one because we're kind of on a cold weather time crunch thing right now with getting asphalt work done. Um, but we are looking into the first turn getting a, a full drain put in under the turn. So nice. when the event water hit the turn, it would just go underneath and flow out. Um, that probably won't be available for round one. But we've also got gravel and sand being put in around the edges of the track under the dirt to at least try and disperse the water a little bit better and not just create you know crazy rivers like it had last year. Um, the weather, I mean, we ran through a hurricane last year. We managed mm-hmm. to get through it, I think, pretty good. Mm-hmm. So as long as we can get a break in the weather, I can usually have the track ready to go in about 30 minutes. So I don't really see a scenario where we couldn't figure out something to get an event done, hmm. but we are going to try and put the drain in for rounds two and on. And now we're going to get hit. 
We're going to get hit with Sharknado now. You know that, right? <laughs> Sharks fly out of the sky. Yeah, I was freaking out. I thought I was going to fly away with the tent. I was like, oh, please, please yeah. make it stop. Yeah, that was that was pretty intense. That was, um, but definitely a good memory for sure. Now, um, now, kind of not about judging, but more on the technical side. Are there any changes uh, to the technical regulations that from last year? You know, like what what can be done to the car? What has to be done? Um, I wouldn't say there's any major changes. We're just we've rewarded some things because we had a couple issues last year with like headlight, taillight, brake light things. Mm-hmm. Um, I had mandatory kill switches and other stuff in the rulebook last year that we kind of modified after round one because we did have to take into account that we had a lot of guys register street cars um, for this year. Since we're no longer a new series, the rulebook, I think, has been a little bit... We've updated it a lot more, made it a little bit harsher, so kill switches are now mandatory across the board. does not matter. Um, I think that's the only thing that's really changed, minus you have to have functional headlights, taillights, and brake lights at all times. Okay. If you st- like, We had an issue last year where somebody started the event with them. They had a wiring fault midway through the event. They went into a battle last year, and then... They ran without the headlights, not knowing. Then we had like a big argument and like a, a dispute thing about it. So for this year, they've got to work 24-7. And then we added in an additional rule this year where basically if you start the event and your car passes tech or for some reason you get something by the tech team, that does not mean that you don't have to abide by the rule. You and your team are responsible for your car round to round and battle to battle. Hmm. So if it breaks during the event, that sucks. You have until the next battle to fix it. Oh, okay. And as far as the five minute five minute rule, are you how many how many um, timeouts or, or uh, chances does somebody get? They only get one five minute. So they only get one five minute timeout, um, pending they actually have to take a timeout, and then they have either or either ten minutes or fifteen minutes for an impact thing, depending on the situation. Like Alec had something last year where his taillight got knocked out on track by a cone, which wasn't really his fault or the other driver's fault. So for that, he got ten minutes to put his taillight back in. Mm. And then if um, you get damaged to your car done by either a leader chase driver and it's deemed their fault, then you have 15 minutes to fix it. Okay. Nice. Okay. Now you, you mentioned that the um, there's so you, there's gonna, there's not going to be a, a hand drop start um, yep. since it's going to be a, a lighted start a tree that's going to be sending the cars off. Are you going to have like the chicane for that lead driver, or is you still going to have, or is a chase driver still allowed to jump the light? So the chase driver is still allowed to jump the light. Um, that's one of the main reasons we put the lighting system in because I feel like with the arm drop thing last year and the delay, there was a big, a big gamble for the chase driver's part to jump the light because there was no guarantee when the arms went down that whoever was on the line was going to leave right when the arms went down. So like we gave them the window where they were like, we were like, hey, you have you know between zero and two seconds to leave the line. Some guys might leave in half a second. Some guys might take the full two seconds. And as a chase car, it's hard to, it's hard to like judge that. Mm. So for this year, they can jump the line. There should be no fears about, well, I can't jump the light because don't know if they're going to leave. They have to leave. Light goes off. They have to move. Okay. So they don't Um, get to sit there for two seconds. No. So there is absolutely zero delay for 2021. Um, Lights go off. You move. You roll. Like leave the start line like normal. If you leave like a bat out of hell nine times out of ten and one out of ten times you decide to like mosey on the line, we're just going to call a restart. Good. Nice. Ooh. Nice. Yeah. So no sandbagging. Awesome. Yeah. And Interesting. As far as I know, as of right now, I'm the one who's personally going to be watching to do <laughs> the restart thing. 
and I have a button on the same remote that's on a light that's going to trigger a light in the first turn. So like, oh, there's no okay. ifs, ands, oh. or buts about it. Like we'll just call the restarts. I, I thought you were going to say it was a button that's going to eject the driver's seat or something. <laughs> no. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, or actually, I thought you were going to keep uh, no in check. Yeah, since you are a fact checker over here, yeah, yeah, fact checker, real. right? That's funny. So you came up with so all basically you were saying before that you're you're like the man, right? When it comes to you, you wrote the rule book and the judging. That's basically all you for the most part, right? Yeah, rule book, judging criteria, stuff like that. Uh, I generally write it. Now I still collab with the team. Like we all kind of sit in a circle and put ideas on paper. Um, there's a few people outside of our direct team, like Web Travis and like Nick Swan, um, my judges, stuff like that. We obviously all collab on different aspects of it and we kind of all proof it before it goes out but the initial the initial rendition is usually all okay aside from the aside from the judges change up a little bit um as far as the the clutch kickers crew any new additions um that you guys have uh 2021 the staffing is pretty much staying the same we've just switched some people around so like greg's no longer judging for us but he's still working on some stuff with us behind the scenes doing some like marketing and, and sponsorship stuff uh, Nick Swan is still going to be with us for 2021. He's just not going to be running the grid mm-hmm. from the line. Essentially, for this year, Swan and I are going to split responsibilities because last year it was really hard for me to deal with like the bracket and helping with the live stream and, and keeping everything straight and pay attention to what's going on on the track and in the pits. So Swan's going to basically run all the on-track stuff this year while I'm going to run basically all the behind-the-scenes stuff this year. That's all right. So you guys can focus more on individual instead of being spread too thin. So that's going to make yeah. things more efficient. It was just kind of weird. Like last year, I'd be in the judges tower, like doing bracket updates or doing the qualifying scoring or whatever. And, you know, somebody might call a five minute timeout and then I have to like try and keep in the back of my head. Okay. Hey, somebody go catch this five minute timeout while trying to do other things. And it just seemed to be a lot of like trying to bounce around and keep stuff organized was really hard. So, hmm. yeah. Uh, another question I had is, um, and this was a question um, that I got from a couple drivers, is uh, so there are some drivers that drive at far distance, and I believe you guys do actually supply or offer, I think is it, is it Mike, I believe, that Michael that's that has an area where if somebody wants to store their car for the full season or even for a couple seasons, they actually do have a, you guys do have a place for them to store a car, is that correct? Yeah, so for 2021, we've looked into a couple different options with that too. Um, our crew chief, who's going to be running Nick's program this year, so I can kind of stay focused on the 100K series, he's got a shop in Dothan, which is about an hour and 45 minutes from the track. I think he said he could store up to 20 cars there for the season if need be. Nice. Um, we have a shop in Fort Walton Beach where, if need be, I could keep somewhere between two and four in addition to ours. And then we are also looking at getting some on-site containers potentially for 2021 for people who wanted to leave them at the track. That's a good idea. Yeah, Yeah. some Connex Um, boxes. Yeah. Yeah. Now, the containers are not a guarantee yet. We haven't Mm. really looked into that, and we'd have to figure that out with the driver or whatever the case may be. But if somebody wanted to leave one and store it, we have, have, like, the resources. Okay. That's good. Uh, Any changes or anything different in regards to the whole uh, process of uh, protesting a car or anything like that? No, the process is pretty much staying the same. Um, the only difference is this year the price has gone up significantly. Oh. Um, only because, like last year we charged 80 bucks for the championship points. The problem with the low amount is if you had a team of five people, we had people that would just have their team members throw in 20 bucks and they'd protest kind of just to get the feedback or to see what happened or just take the off chance to get it overturned. And it really delayed the event last year because we overturned one protest all year long. Wow. Oh, okay. Mm. So it's like, 
if you're going to protest, we really want you to think about it, do your research, not just be like, okay, it's only 80 bucks, you know, give it up. We're just going to do it and see what happens. So this year it's 250 bucks to protest. Oh, wow. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh yeah. You I want agree. to protest? All right. We'll give us some money. <laughs> I agree. That, that's, that's a good move. It's oh, a funny. good move. So I mean, it just means that like, Hey, I for sure should have won that. So yeah, I'll pay up because that, th- that wasn't fair, whatever they want to think. But it's just, uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's a time waster. Like, if you're just like, oh, yeah, you know, it was close. Maybe it should go one more time. No, yeah. dude. You know? Any new camera angles that we're going to have this year for the judges to be able to, to, to pick apart people's runs? Yeah, so I was actually going to comment on that, too. Uh, last year, after round one, we implemented the drones. Mm-hmm. Well, for 2021, we still have we'll have both drones flying. Uh, we have like almost 10 different camera angles on the track between the live stream and stream and our direct media. Oh wow, mm, nice! Which we had rounds three through five last year, and the mm-hmm. protest we overturned I think was at round two before we had everything, which is the main reason we looked into like the new cameras and stuff. So the reality is, if you're going to protest, the chances that they got a call wrong based on all the footage they're going to look at before they make a call mm-hmm. would be really slim. Right. 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 So. Like, if you're going to protest, just, just make sure it's worth it. I mean, like, yeah, we, yeah. We, like I said, we have, like, almost 10 different camera angles to look at. And they generally look at at least the live stream and the drones before they make a call. So Right. So now if the protest, if the call gets overturned, do they get their money back? Or this they... Yeah. Okay. So if for some crazy reason somebody protested and it got overturned, they would get their money back. Oh, okay. That's good to know. At least, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, now, in regards to the media that's out on the track, are there any changes as to like where they can and can't go, or is it roughly the same? No, we've made some bigger changes to media for 2021. So I think the biggest one that Matt and Austin decided they wanted to do was last year, if you applied for media because we were new and we, you, we thought you were decent at media, we basically approved you, you got a vest, you got free access to the track just so we could kind of blow up the series. You know, mm-hmm. the more exposure we get, the better. The problem with that was then we had people everywhere. So this year, we're only doing 10 pre-approved people per event to go on the track. If you want to shoot from outside the track, have at it. But um, So there's only 10 people that will get an actual like Clutch Gears Media Best this year. Um, we're going to put more barriers in place for media this year. There's absolutely no media allowed in the last turn at all that's not for the live stream. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, just because mm-hmm. there's always the possibility of what happened to Taylor happening to somebody else where they go off track and it just pulls the car that way. Mm-hmm. And then you're no longer allowed to lay down, which I don't even know what we're doing this to begin with. You're no longer allowed to lay down in the track <laughs> to take pictures or videos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, okay. hope, uh, I hope our Wrangler was listening yeah. to that. <laughs> no more laying down. Oh. So, so I'm kind of new to, new to media. I'm not like a giant camera guy. I'm just not getting into it. But like to me, that just seems really not smart. I don't know. <laughs> it's the angles, man. It's the, the angles. angles. Yeah, it's all about the angles. It's the only way you can get that, those crazy sick angles. Yeah, we actually have Ryan Deering. He just he just came in, joined us. He's gonna <laughs> fill in the second half, and he's that's that's where we met him. He's yeah. he's a media guy. He's yeah. taking pictures, and then he took it upon himself to hey, I'm not gonna just take pictures. No, I, I actually agree. Like, yeah, there, there's no reason to be laying down around drift cars, mm-hmm. especially. And I've seen like I've only been filming for like a year. I've seen enough go wrong that, yeah, and I was right there when Taylor almost went off track and Caitlin was right there. Yeah. It, yeah, it could have been could have been way worse than it was if Taylor wasn't as good of a driver as mm-hmm. he is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. 
because yeah. he pulled out pretty well. Yeah. As far as the media, because I know some venues, um, they'll make the media guys actually forfeit over their footage as well. Is that anything that you guys are requiring? No? No. Uh, with us, a lot of the media people that we work with, we tend to share media back and forth anyways. Um, but we don't require them to submit their media to us. We have our own full-time media team on site. We believe that people like Robert Goodwin and, and Ryan and a few other people who do this, you know, they need to make money at it too. So for them to have to give us the footage to use and not be able to sell it to me seems kind of right. counterintuitive. But. Right. I've seen in the past though at, on, on certain um, events, and and I know it upset uh, quite a few um, photographers, and they didn't want to come back, which you know just you know justly yeah, so, right? It makes total sense. And why not, why you don't want to come back? Yeah, that that makes that's that's nice of you guys. I mean, you're supporting, uh, you're getting support from you know the media, and you're supporting the media as well. So that's that's awesome to see you guys work as a community together. Any any other? Um, I mean, I think we went over pretty much everything I want to go over. But is there anything else that sticks out in your head that maybe? Um, you want people to know uh, one as spectator wise or and also as a driver um not like nothing's jumping out of me i mean i feel like we covered a wide variety of topics and we didn't change a whole lot from 2020 to 2021 we just kind of fine-tuned the things that we think people didn't like the most mm -hmm. um you know obviously for 2021 we wanted to add more layouts and do a bunch of other stuff but just the reality is the series is extremely expensive to put on and with COVID happening and people kind of coming in and out of the industry right now, it's, you know, we're lucky to even be able to have a second season right now and be able to go through it, let alone trying to make it, you know, substantially better than last year. So I think just like everybody else right now, we're just trying to do what we can to improve it little by little while we can. Mm -hmm. how, let me ask you something. So and I found this funny. How fast did it take for those, four, for those first 40 season spots to fill? I mean, like I think it went up for sale, um, and I think I think it was like like thirty people had already registered like within the yeah within like quickly hour, like two hours or so. So it was kind of weird. It, one, it didn't fill as fast as we thought. Like we for some reason with our events, people always think they're going to fill super quick, and it's not that we don't fill them. We just don't fill them instantly. Uh, the first forty spots, we sold the majority of them. I would say within the first forty-eight hours, and the last ten. <laughs> that's, that's, that's unbelievable. You got to think fast. about that. It's your <laughs> second season, right? Yeah. I mean, and that's that's unheard of. That was another thing that I was talking to Josh Mason about. He was like, he's like in California, he's going to these events, and he said, you know, you maybe get two or three guys that pre-register. He goes, the other eighty to ninety percent of the drivers they usually pay the day before the day of the show yeah. to see. Uh, an event at this mat, it's this caliper filling up like forty-eight hours. That's I mean, that's so nuts. it's that almost like it's you know it's a Black Thursday sale, you yeah, know, Black Friday but sale. It, but it's not just like one event; it's for a series. That's of what I'm saying. For a series. whole year, right? Yeah, that's yeah, a crazy major year. commitment. Yeah. yeah, we feel like we offered a good incentive this year, though. Like last year, there was really no incentive to buy the season. It was like you got a little bit of a discount to buy all five rounds, but it wasn't crazy. This year, if you bought the season. You're guaranteed to be able to fight for the championship money this year, whereas last year, if you just registered for all like any event, you could be in contention. Ah, so that's yeah. the difference. Okay. Yeah. So right. that that one guy that wants to show up and he wants mm. to kind of like, you know, throw the throw the throw the wrench in, you know, for somebody that's you know possibly taking out a driver that's in contention. That's that wild card, but he's yeah. not going to have the chance to win the season anyway. So yeah, it shouldn't so, be like, you know, a bunch yeah, of wild cards. Anybody out? Right. 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 Hmm. Okay, so Chelsea can't come in like he did and <laughs> you know, just wreck house. And the <laughs> well, he, I mean, he can. That, 
I mean, that and it made it really hard last year because I'm also the one that keeps track of the point series. I had 142 different drivers on my list at the end of the season last year. Holy cow. Oh, God I think me. about wow. going through that round to round, trying to figure out the math and do all the points. And I'm like, it's it's kind of silly because the guy who's in 120th spot has absolutely no chance of being in the top five. Right. Course, so he right. shouldn't be able to take the points away from somebody else. Yeah. Right. So that and then... I think the only other big thing that's going to change for this year, which we haven't released, is, and I'm not going to say how it's going to change yet, but the drivers will be getting more practice time this year. I'm just not going to release how yet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I did notice it is, there are three day events now. But, yeah. Um, it's not the three day thing. Oh. So okay. the three day thing tripped everybody out. Mm-hmm. The only reason we did it Friday, Saturday, Sunday is because at the first four rounds, they were running the drag strip Friday night. Oh. So it made it extremely hard to get drivers in, get the big toter homes in, get them unloaded, try and get them pre-tacked and everything. So this year, we basically just booked the track for three days in a row so that way Friday, nobody else could run. So Friday, they can they, what times are rolling on Friday? I mean, I know you can, they can basically show up all night because you guys are there all night long anyways. But um. Yeah, so generally we open the gates about 3 p.m. for driver load-in, um, which seemed to work pretty good last year. I think the only person that ever beat me there was Thomas Miata, and because they leave on, like, you know, Tuesday. <laughs> so, um, gates usually open about 3. This year we're going to do something different. We're actually going to open tech about 5, 5.30. So all the drivers that are there Friday night will get completely pre tech if they wish. We highly encourage it to make Saturday go a lot quicker and a lot smoother. Mm-hmm. And then Friday, day, Friday night's basically just like, you know, we'll hang out, chat, Mm-hmm. You know, catch up from last year, talk about the event. Uh, the judges will be on site if you have any questions for them. My entire team, uh, my boss, Swan, will be on site if you've got any questions for us. Okay. And event sponsors, are there any new event sponsors this year? Um, there are several new ones, but they're not 100% finalized and locked in yet, okay. so I'm not allowed to give them out yet. Okay. okay. All, right. All right. And as far as... um. Hotel-wise, it's basically whatever's around the area, or do you guys have a specific uh, hotel you guys are... So we're still pairing up with the island for 2021. They're coming back on board to support uh, not just the series, but our programs. So we'll have a discounted hotel link for them. Still going to have the after party there. Um, It is a good way to... You know the track. We know it's about forty-five minutes, but believe me, this day is—it's that—that that hotel is insane. Like hmm. in-ground grotto bar in the pool, like three different buildings overlook the ocean. They're super nice, um, but there are like two or three really nice hotels in Crestview too. If you want to stay close to the track, yeah, that's what yeah. we. I think we. I, I got a question. How do you muster up the energy? To attend the after party after <laughs> running for a whole weekend, I, I'm curious. So this is this is a hot topic between my boss and I because every event uh, for us it doesn't just end when the event ends. Like we still have to clean up the track that night. Still got to pack all the trailers and rigs, get them all back to Fort Walton, and then go to the after party. Um, don't get me wrong; it's it's not necessarily the easiest thing in the world, but. It is kind of nice to just go and hang out with like Troy Manners and some of the other teams that just go and hang out and just kind of unwind after the weekend. Um, with the schedule this year, though, there's a good chance that we're probably going to basically just send certain people to each after party and then guarantee that we'll all be at the round five one. But mm-hmm. uh, we just kind of have to. I mean, it's it to me, it's kind of weird to have like a, an event all weekend and talk to all these guys and like put on this big show for them and then not show up just to hang out with them at the after party when it's five feet from my house. Like, oh, okay, yeah, okay. <laughs> I got, a, I got a question. What about food trucks? Are we going to have more variety <laughs> of food? I was going to ask that. 
Are we gonna have more variety of food? This is, I mean, this is know, a question that I'm most. Yeah, interested I mean, I in really actually. got upset because there was a Chick Fil A uh, tent there, and I was like, "Oh, there's Chick Fil A." I get over there, it's just a bunch of people hanging out. No, that's just Ethan. Yeah. That's just Ethan. <laughs> so, uh, this is, it, it, it's so hard because like. One, our on-site concession lady, Miss Sherry, is actually opening up her own like little restaurant at the track. So she's going to be doing way more than just your typical – she used to run a diner. So she's bringing all the diner foods. Oh, okay. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, but we try this every event. Like we have like Chop Chop Bistro and oh, that was good. people that we, that we yeah. asked to come out. And then like food trucks in our area are kind of hard because we're sandwiched between three military bases. And a lot of them go to the bases on the weekends. Oh. And oh. it's really hard to beat. The bases. I mean, like, you know, the military, right. they, they blow money like it's going out of style. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, we're trying. I mean, we, we invite different people every round. So we're hoping to have more out there, but maybe we get like a, I can guarantee like a hot dog cart next to the line, you know, that'd be good. Yeah. Oh. So like you can get the hot dog while you're waiting in line, you know, down a couple hot dogs, a couple wieners before you start. <laughs> that'd be kind of cool. I hear Mike Pollard wants to bring his own chicken wings and stuff for 2021. So I mean, maybe he'll be doing something too. Mm. Ready for that? Drift HQ always has a lot of food going yeah, on too. Yeah. Savio can really grow. <laughs> yeah, Savio really grows. He gets down. Savio registered for round one, so I know there will be stakes at round one. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Wait, you said uh, Mike Pollard's going to have wings, so is he going to call it Magic Wings? Maybe. <laughs> oh. I don't know. He made a joke last year. He was like about cooking something up and selling it between battles and runs and, and something, and we were like, "Go for it." We thought it'd be like, kind of funny. So, mm-hmm. well, let's see if it happens. Hey, can you imagine there's like a there's a draw in the judges' decision, so for them to actually settle it, they have to go into a cook-off? <laughs> <laughs> that'd be great. That'd be a, I don't know if any of the judges can cook, but that'd be kind of interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody's going to get cut for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, Tim, anything else, guys? No, I think we cover everything we want. Um, I don't know. Did, was you know, I'm surprised nobody in the chat has actually uh, any submitted any, any questions. Nope. I know. I'm kind of confused. Half the chat's my own team. <laughs> <laughs> I figured some drivers would have questions Ryan, yeah. on the rules. Do you rules have any questions, or... Ryan? Any questions yet? No, I figured the drivers would have questions on the rules and stuff, but they sound to me like pretty solid to what drivers would want, like for pure competition. So, right. Yeah, sounds now, really cool. I, was, I, w- I am going to ask, is there a driver coming into the series that you think is going to kind of mix things up uh, or 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 just lay it all down and just kind of take it away from Taylor. Um why does it have to be Taylor? Because he was a, he was a champion. He's a defending champ. He's a champion. Oh, okay, yeah. all right, I guess. Um hold on, let me pull up the driver's list. <laughs> <laughs> I mean Adam L Z. I mean it's a stack list. You yeah, have so you have Pat Gooden. I, there was now there was somebody new that registered this year that I was like, oh this is gonna be like a good like So the weird thing is I know I know some behind the scenes drivers that are contemplating coming out that are not registered yet that I know would shake that like no would shake things up, but I don't want to be the one to go, Hey, this guy's coming and he's going to shake it up and like ruin it for him. Right. Um, <laughs> there's one dude who I know is going to register because I was going to let him drive my personal car in the competition series this year that ended up leaving his car on the East coast when he was here last time that if he shows up is really going to shake it up. Hmm. Ah, all right. Hmm. It's Brutsky, Brutsky, he and he won the he won Pro, Pro Two. two last so year, he's yeah. I think he's entered, right? He 
No, Dimitri and Brian both did not register yet. I've talked to them already. They're both kind of trying to figure out what to do with their 2021 program still. You know, Mm -hmm. with Dimitri winning the championship and nice pro. Mm -hmm. Yeah, contemplating that pro one jump and you know everything that happened with Wadman's car. Um, Neither one of them are currently registered. I think Reese is going to be an interesting one. Hmm. Hmm. Huh. He he was here for the fun day test in the Z, and um, I've seen some fast cars at that track. Taylor's Cadillac's really fast, but I would definitely say Reese's Z accelerates on the same pace going through the first turn. Um, okay. I know Mike Pollard's revamping his car this year. Yeah, ah, cool. I heard about that. I think it's mean. I know some tricky stuff that's going on with Alec Honnadale and his car for 2021. Oh, tricky, tricky. Shake things up. Oh, boy. Uh-huh. Um, wow. And you have the you have those and you have those other drivers that that could just show up and have a stellar day like you know avocado I mean he can come up there and have a stellar day right, right? Yeah, right. and just take somebody out early yeah you got Randy Noah you yeah. got there's a ton of drivers I mean there have <laughs> so made changes to their cars this year too but so many of them made changes for 2021 that it's it's hard to go well Taylor Ray did really good last year but now he's got you know 130 more horsepower and he's on a way grippier tire and like yeah. Right. <laughs> right. Like. yeah. Um, I got a question in the chat uh, from Tyler Berry, who says, uh, how late is loading on Friday? Um, we'll probably leave the track somewhere between 10 and 1130. That's when we normally get done setting up and hanging out with everybody. You can load in after that. The gates will be open. We generally just ask that you don't unload your car in the event we have to move you in the morning. So we will have a more like detailed... Um, like layout for the pits for 2021 where we're going to basically put you know toter homes in one section open trailers in another and enclosed trailers in another but the pit parking there we're all aware is kind of chaotic and can get a little hectic so you can load in as late as you want just please don't unload if we're not there to park you mm-hmm. okay cool yeah huh. yeah i mean i think i got there one of the fun day i think i got there like midnight or like one o'clock i came in late because those come up you know from down south here and it, the gate was open. Nobody was really up. Some people were doing fires because it was freaking cold that night. <laughs> but um, it was—I couldn't believe it. There's ice on my car when I woke up in the morning. I mean, what, what is that? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, we, we don't get it's, that. Down yeah, here. it's 90 degrees <laughs> down here. Uh, follow-up question from uh, Tyler, who wrote: If I have a teammate at the track lo- um, losing, uh, losing Late. it on Friday, can he save my spot if I can make it? Uh, oh, loading. Sorry, uh, if he can't make it by 11. Um, yeah, I would love to be able to say yes, but with the reality of the fact that we're probably going to have 70 plus drivers on the property, we try to not save spots for anybody. We ask that if you want to pit with somebody, you show up at the same time or you pit off to the side and just don't unload until they get there and then we'll park you guys together. Um, it's incredibly difficult for us to try and skip spots, especially with teams, because like we have Jonathan Naren and like. Wadman, if he shows up, Alec Conadale, these guys come in with these big 100-plus foot toter homes. It's really hard to leave spaces and try and get these guys in. So if you want to pit with somebody, either don't unload your stuff and we'll park you together or show up at the same time. Awesome. Uh-huh. Okay. Uh, talk about Randy Noah. He actually submitted a question, which I guess shows that he's a little late to the party because <laughs> he uh, wrote, Rules on run-up with the new lights. Like, buddy, we okay. spoke about that like 30 minutes ago. Yeah. All right. Super quick rundown on the light thing. We're going to put out something in the next like week or two where I basically type out like the specifics on it. But the short rundown is all five lights are three quarters of a second apart. They'll light up, you know, evenly. They'll all go off. You go. Chase cars, feel free to dump, jump the light. 
the lead car is required to leave when the lights go off. If they roll off, they stall, they do whatever off the line that looks funny, they don't go as fast as they normally would go, they have a delay, it's an automatic restart. If they stall, it's an automatic zero. Oh, Oh. Okay. And is the is the lighting system, is it a traditional drag racing Christmas tree or is it another style? Well, so it's a custom light that uh, Zach Grant from Future Garage designed. It's got five LED lights that are about three inches apart or mm-hmm. about three inches around. They're about two inches apart on like a little board. Uh, have a remote, you trigger it. They just come on in a sequence and then they go off. Awesome. Oh, okay. okay. Awesome. Nice. All right. Mm-hmm. Any other questions there, Ben? Um, no, not that I'm seeing, which is, again, strange. I mean, I figured uh, there would have been asking Well, we just more. did a good job covering all the, all the details. I, I guess Maybe so. That's what we did right. a good job asking all the Such right questions. Such a great job. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Ryan, I any questions? I just did a good job writing them. Maybe that's why. Maybe they're a little shy. Uh, Ryan, any questions from you? From both a driver and a media perspective? Uh, not really. I definitely want to get up there and drive sometime. I got to figure out how to get the FRS out there. And for autocross, so I'd love to race. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they have so, the autocross. So is that autocross, yeah. is that you guys as well, or is that a separate crew? Uh, that's not us. We're really good friends with the two guys locally that run Race Chip USA. They're basically like the East Coast rep for Race Chip from overseas. Um, they approached us about doing some autocross events at the track as like a promotional thing for Race Chip. Um, so basically they run the events, they put them on, they do everything. We just help them market and do some media stuff for them. And then we just let them use the track. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Nice. So that's all race chip America. Nice. Okay. okay. Um, Zach, um, any closing remarks? Um, if you haven't registered for round one, you should definitely get into it because we're running out of spots quick and hopefully we see everybody at round one and we have a great year. Oh, we will. Definitely. Oh yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, we will. For yeah. sure. <laughs> All right, Zach. Well, uh, thank you for your time, and uh, we really appreciate uh, you coming out and uh, answering all these questions that obviously a lot of people over here uh, are curious about. I was definitely curious. Most importantly, the the food trucks. Oh, that was for sure. So we're gonna have we're gonna have actual diner now. That's gonna be great. Yeah, the Clutch Kickers Diner. (laughs) (laughs) I want biscuits and gravy. Put that on the menu. (laughs) Zach, any comments? Yeah, I wish. <laughs> yeah, if, if for some if for some reason somebody sees this and we didn't catch anything, uh, Zach at culturekickers.com or find me on Instagram or Facebook. My inbox is always open for questions, so we try not to let them you know go unanswered as long as or as much as we can. So hit me up if you got any questions, and I appreciate you guys having me on. It was a lot of fun. Yeah, oh, I, I got a good question actually. Oh, you do? Oh, really? Oh, wait, okay, hold right. that go ahead, Zach. When are you gonna drive in the series? Oh, oh, I don't, I don't think you can in the series, but. I have been asked this question probably a hundred times last year by so many different people about what is going on with my my S14 and my competition car. Right. Uh, I can promise you, you will probably never see me personally driving in the 100K series because I feel like it's a huge conflict. Yes. Oh, no, man. We did a really good job last year of trying to separate Nick's program and Clutch Kicker so that there was never right. an issue. And we've taken it even a step further by basically hiring a whole other team to run his program for 2021. For me to be able to step out of the series and have somebody do what I do to drive would be nearly impossible. So you'll see me driving the 100K series when I'm no longer a part of Clutch Kickers, which will probably never be the case. It's pretty honorable. But I've been on that. I used to, When I used to run the events down here, it was really hard as an organizer, and I wasn't even at that level 
to be able to have your brain focus on driving and focus on everything that's going on because you'll be out on the track and you're kind of like wondering, oh, what's going on out there? And of course, everything happens when you're not there. I, you, <laughs> yeah. know, you know, I go out and do a couple laps. Oh, there's a guy doing donuts in, in the pits, of course, when I'm out on the track. So, <laughs> yeah. Perfect example. The last Monday, our first one of the year last weekend, I got in a car for two, I drove in C-Class because C-Class is like the easiest class for me to step away and have somebody run the grid and stuff. I'm going to the burnout box with a buddy of mine's car. I get in line, fire on the track. <laughs> fire on the track. Wait, yeah, hang on, hang on. It's not a uh, laughing matter. I mean, come on. You no, know, but it's that, that's, that's, that's what happens. It's yeah, like you pull yourself away. It's like the, the irony is the funny part. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. like, you, the, you know, all hell breaks loose when you turn your head, you know? Yeah. yeah. So you won't see me drive, but you might see somebody drive my car in the 100K series this year if it's done. Okay. I'm definitely down to let people drive it and like rent it out and stuff. So. You might see the car, but you probably won't see me. You want to see me drive? Catch me at any of the fun days this year. I would love to just like you know tap some doors and have some fun. And, you yeah, know, I've got a stockpile of doors for my car, so bring it on. Now, there's a ton <laughs> of. I see tons of local drivers heading out to the fun days that I you know like regularly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That I I didn't necessarily see that coming just because of the distance, but. Obviously, with the seat time and the hot, yeah, I went there. Testing, Uh, Uh, yeah, it was unbelievable amounts of seat time, and like, I mean, I was boiling my tires because I wasn't used to having to pull myself off. And when I got back here, I was telling, oh, I was taking like three laps. So I started watching my GoPro. Those three laps that I think I was doing, and then you know, cooling down my tires, really was six. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) I just you go around so fast, and you see the exit, and you're like, nah, one more time, nah, (laughs) one more time. And next thing you know, I I get out in the line, and I got blisters on my tires. So boy, Um, um, just I just thought of a question. So are you are you open again to people jumping? into other vehicles um, or basically switching cars in the middle of like qualifying like what happened with Kevin Lawrence uh, last year uh, so last year was kind of a freak it wasn't like a freak accident I just overlooked it in the rule book originally um, I didn't have a rule against it and somebody just happened to catch the gray the gray air for Kevin Lawrence and I couldn't tell him no it, it I'm not opposed. Uh, this year, I think what we've basically done is, if you go through that, if you go through qualifying with that vehicle, you have to stay with that vehicle through qualifying. That's mm, fair. Fair yeah. enough. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah. Most most series go through it, go with that rule too. So I mean, mm-hmm. it, it's just it's the only thing that really makes sense. Mm-hmm. Or, or what if they switch over to a, a stock Z? And they have to go ahead and try oh. to finish oh, the so qualifying. So, like, if they downgrade, yeah, like, you downgrade. So you're like, well, okay, if you're downgrading, <laughs> it will give you a shot. But no, I, I think yeah, just keep it, you know, yeah, keep um, it steady. You know, don't try to don't try to twist things. What are you doing? Hey, make it even. That's what Ben does. Yeah, make it even. I wouldn't inter- really find it to be a problem if I didn't know some of these teams that have like, you know, several cars or like Ben Hobson. He's a really good friend of mine. He's really good in his comp car, but his street vet is also insanely fast. So like. He could, there's nothing stopping him from bringing both cars and like, oh, one blows up, one breaks, poof, just switch chassis and go. Right. Yeah. So, That's, a little, little yeah. unfair advantage. Yeah. To right. Have no Kevin mechanical had to work sympathy. For it a little bit. Like Kevin, you know, he had to get it up here from South Florida. Like they mm-hmm. had to go through a journey to make that happen. So. Right. That's true. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, I guess uh, this for the second and third time. Zach, thank you again. <laughs> <laughs> 
Uh, and uh, yeah, we'll be uh, letting you go. And so, guys, don't forget to uh, check out uh, the Clutch Kickers on their website, their Instagram, also their apparel. Uh, and also, if you have any questions regarding the competition, the series, or any uh, anything related to Clutch Kickers, feel free to reach out to Zach and all of the the parties involved. Uh, and you know they're more than willing to help everybody out and uh, sort any sort of issues that you may have. Uh, and just want to give again another shout out, another thanks to Mr. Zach for joining us. And uh, we'll see you. Actually, we'll see you at the event. Yes, we yeah. will. Yeah. And yeah, we'll see you guys in a couple of weeks. I appreciate you guys having me on. Yeah. It was a lot of fun. So yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Definitely. We can't wait to see you guys up there again. And we'll be up there soon. And now we're gonna now we're gonna spin the wheel of doom. Yeah, and see <laughs> the wheel of misfortune. Yeah, the wheel of misfortune. Have fun with that one. I'm <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was wondering if guests were so. Yeah, well, to we're this. we're gonna give you that option if you wanted to put your name on there. Well, see, it didn't land on me, so I think I'd technically take Paul's spot, right? Yeah, so. yeah you would take, we good. would give you one of Paul's spots. So, yeah. oh, Wait, but he's notorious right. for getting it. He's so. got all three weeks. We, it was his I don't idea. think I want his spot. I'm yeah. You know what's right. funny is that we put, the, we put the wheel together, and we spun it twice, and it landed no, on Paul. both of Paul's right. names. Yeah. Okay, anyways. We'll, 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 yeah. yeah, all right. Thank you, Zach. Uh, we'll catch you later. All right, take later, care. Guys. Zach. Bye. All right. So do you want to chance it, Ryan? Uh, what, 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 what I will let you of, pick a spot. What kind of consequences? So, so the consequences, uh, I kind of, you know, they're not so bad. You know, I'm I, I took a welder, some. Bro. I'm a welder, bro. You have to wear a welding mask the whole time. So that's not too. That's not. <laughs> nobody's gonna see your face. It's not horrible. It's yeah. not horrible. The no pee water challenge is. No, let's do it. I don't want to be a. a, a oh, okay. Bummer, okay. You know? So I'll let's you do choose. Do you want to? <laughs> do you want to pick one of Paul's spots? I'll be Paul's spot. I'll okay. See if so I get the lucky. No, we're just gonna take. Give you one uh, name. So we're gonna do fair. Okay. There we go. Really hoping you know Paul. Paul, yeah, Paul. Now Paul came up with this idea yeah. with the intent of having Noel of get it every time. Yeah, punishing yeah. Noel. Well, no, Noel. it's just me. Oh, okay. Just Noel. Yeah. Just Noel in yeah. particular. He's never gotten it. <laughs> okay, but Karma so. is yeah. a special lady. That's tough. <laughs> I, can't, I don't want to say the other thing. <laughs> okay, Ben, you're gonna you're gonna spin this. Uh, yes, so indeed. So let me just go over. So the shock challenge. Did you watch last week episode? Yeah, I, I yeah. saw Paul having to. And then the vampire. We had we have a dog collar you, you put on. Your, okay, so yeah. that one. Yeah, that the Scott for a day. I'm getting into a lot. <laughs> now, now I got an onion. You got to eat half an onion because I had garlic, but you know I kind of like onions. Too. Yeah, well, so there oh, you go. Um, pencils. We have a bunch of pencils. You'd have to sit here and sharpen the whole show. Ooh. Vampire teeth, and then the Choco Challenge. I don't know if you saw um, uh, Thomas Miata. He did the hot chip challenge. Did you see that on this? Thomas no. Miata. So basically, it's like a super hot chocolate that, like, okay. yeah, it's like that ridiculously hot. So you gotta yeah. eat that. No pee water challenge. No pee water challenge is just a big thing of water. As and long you as can't... you have water for me to chug down. Oh yeah, no, I, I have. We're good. Well, no, yeah. you can't. No, with the yeah. chocolate, you can't. Yeah. Well, we'll maybe we will. We'll yeah. change. It. <laughs> yeah, we'll see. All right, Ben. I don't know if you can we'll see, see that. Yeah, they, they can see it. Okay. All okay. Right, All right. Actually, let's no, see. move it a little bit more towards you, Tim. Okay, towards me. Yeah. There we go. And I'm gonna stand this way to see that there's no unfairness. <laughs> this is going to be a really big reflection on my karma, yeah, too. Yeah, don't worry. <laughs> All right, let me sit over here. Hello, folks. Okay, so let's get this thing started. All right. Actually, I usually spin this way. I'm going to go this way this time around. All let's right. see if it changes anything. All right? No, 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 no. Tim, no, Tim, no. Wheel of mor- for- misfortune. Turn, turn, turn. It's so much worse than the hot seat. Show- oh, oh, yes. Yeah. Wait, who is it? It's oh, Tim. Close. Okay, okay. Timmy. 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 Timm
no, 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 no. Hang on, that was on the very right. tip, too. Yeah. See? It didn't click. That's all right. It didn't it click. Didn't all right. Click. All right, so spinning again. What the? Damn. Okay, for for the challenge. All right, here we go. All right, second spin is away. The arrow's a little off, but we'll just go by what the arrow says. And we have vampire. So you got to wear the vampire teeth. Okay. All right. It wasn't too bad. It's not bad. Erase my name off there. Put Noel's name in there. I thought we're okay. All right. Nope. Yeah, I guess. (laughs) <laughs> okay, so the odds increase more and more. Yes. Ah. Yes. I didn't catch that part. That's awesome. You can't avoid it forever. <laughs> That's great. Let's try these out. Yeah, if you catch it that way, it'll just keep repeating on Paul over and over. There we okay, go. Okay, so we'll just uh, <laughs> we'll put it on one of your names there. Yeah, we don't need that anymore. I, I might drool a little bit, but that's okay. You I want feel like Drack. You, want- <laughs> you mean Brack? Brack, yeah. Brack, yeah. Brack. The Brack Show. You know what I said? You said Drack. Did I say Brack? You said Drack like Brack? Dracula, but well, Drack. What kind is it? So I'm kind of like a mix. Okay. Well, okay. There you, there you go. Go. Yeah. You this guys is- have to do more talking than me. Uh, we're going to make you talk the whole time. Oh, man. <laughs> Slurping your saliva there. Mm. Yeah. Okay, so what's our topics? We, we covered the most thing, and now. We have a special guest, <laughs> Ryan Deering. What's going on? No, not too just, much. Just to be clear, that was Ryan Deering. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. 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 Is that what yeah. he said? Yeah, just yeah. making sure. Just We're just translating. Yeah. Right, right, yeah, right, right. That's all. So uh, I, I, my first question is, how yeah. do you, like, pronounce Oh, man, I, your... somehow I knew that was going to be the first question. <laughs> Yeah, because uh, they, they keep having to like to correct me about it, I'm, and I'm just trying to. I'm just like, right. I don't think there technically is a way, but the way I would think it would be would be RyFD, because it is just like my name, essentially. Okay. But it's just in letters. Yeah. So, so RyFD. So that's, yeah. that's the uh, oh, pronunciation. We got to right. see this. Hang okay. on. And how did that come about? Uh, so, like, it, the original oh, intention isn't that deep, it's just that. I was sick of trying to find names that I couldn't get on every platform I wanted. Okay. And I just finally found one that was, like, unique to me, and it wasn't, like, Ryan.FRS, you know, or something, like, completely not me. So, yeah. Yeah. It was just the one thing I could find that I could get everywhere. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, Let me see what's going on over here. Timmy, what are you doing? With the Dracula teeth. That's impressive. (laughs) <laughs> uh, it's pretty impressive. Yeah, it is. Wow. Hang on, okay. hang on. I so I want to see you drink that. Like, oh god. Fine. <laughs> He's definitely handling it better. Yeah, Paul, yeah I got to this stuff. He's still yeah. fully functioning right now. Oh man. Oh boy. All right, so um, the FRS. Yeah. I'm curious. So how is that project coming along? How? I, uh, I love it. I love where it sits. I mean, um, it. I feel like a lot's been done to it to get it to like an OEM plus kind of mm-hmm. arena where it is right now. It's like it's pretty driftable. I know it really well. I can haul ass in it and like a autocross kind of scenario too. It's like I feel like I've kept it simple. And I don't know. It's just I don't, I don't want to push it too far right like i could go big angle and turbo and ridiculous stuff but it's just not what i need at the moment so right now it's great it's just a seat time car and 
not like any huge plans for it. Like uh, until the engine blows, that's or transmission. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, the transmissions are two hundred fifty bucks for my car. So it's really, like, really, hop down the street. Wow. You know, like oh, wow. hit somebody up on Craigslist where it's sitting in their garage for. There's one that's been for sale forever. Uh, that's still wow. up. So, yeah, it's like it's pretty. The engines aren't. Uh, I'd say cheap to replace though, because like uh, drop in is like thirty five hundred, four thousand. Oof, pretty easily. So. Well, that's that's about just about any modern engine is right. pretty expensive. Yeah. Right, but basically but, you swap it when you blow it. But then when you think about LSs, right, you can find five threes on the street for like eight hundred bucks, a thousand bucks. Yeah, so, like yeah. It, it makes you debate, like, okay, if this thing does go, <laughs> yeah, like, do I just put it to the side for a while and work on it? You know, so. Uh, but I'm keeping that to the side because if I keep it in its current form, it should be pretty good for a while. So yeah. So we have an individual here who yeah. has had a struggle to find a vehicle that is to his liking. Yeah. Yeah. So would you say that the FRS or the new eight six, whatever you want to call it, uh, would it be a vehicle for you to recommend to uh -oh. somebody who perhaps? uses it on a daily basis to notarize documents uh or yeah or and then like on the on the weekly totally. day on the weekdays he notarizes and on the weekends he just uh goes to the track why not i mean i'm an accountant so i mean oh snap <laughs> watch out i pull up to meetings in the frs like it's it's great i love right. it uh and like for now it's like it's the reason why the, i only drive the frs it's like I could get a truck and like make it a complete dedicated car, but I just don't want the hassle. And right now it's so easy to just throw wheels and tires in the car, go to the track, mm -hmm. beat the shit out of it, drive mm -hmm. back home. And you know, I live in West Palm and lately I've found it's not that hard to just hop on 95 and go to OSW. It's like two hours flat from yeah, my house. It, yeah, yeah. It's, not, it's not that so, bad. It's not that bad. It's two hours flat. And you know too, the road from 95, in between us and Orlando mm -hmm. is like not that bad. Mm -mm. Like, no, it's not, not at all. You're, it's not like more south. Yeah, but mm -hmm. I live in Miami, and I ninety five in Miami is yeah. the worst. Yeah, mm -hmm. it's a battleground for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like that meme where the further south you go, yeah, <laughs> we live, we die, we live again. <laughs> that meme is so real. <laughs> I even felt it on the way here. Yeah, yeah. it just oh, starts well. getting tighter Slowly and tighter. Emerging. Yeah, slowly. Yeah, yeah. So, so you would say it has plenty of space for your documents and your pens oh, and tons. Yeah, tons. tons. Okay. I All wouldn't right, recommend just... it for families or kids or anything like that, for sure. I mean, my brother owned the exact same car as me. Uh, yeah, my mom might be selling 13 hers. FRS. So really? His is a 13 black FRS, and mine's a 14 black FRS. But he recently had to sell it, you know, for kids and, you know, that kind of deal. So You, you okay. know what, though? I'm trying to avoid that. Though. My mom might be selling hers soon. It's got, like, 20,000 miles on it. Uh, uh, we got to talk go. later about that. There you oh. go. Mm. Yeah. yeah, we will. Talk. Remember, I so I, I my mom had wanted FRS. No way. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're serious. Your mom has an FRS. Yeah, yes. she, has, now, she got I, it like I'm, when it first came out. Yeah, and I I flew to Ohio, Columbus, Ohio, because she wanted that. Was it a burnt orange? Yeah. yeah. Wow. But they didn't have it in a manual, so I flew up there and I drove it back down. No way. Yeah. Now, unfortunately, she had gotten into an accident shortly after. Um, and so she really wasn't able to enjoy it like she wanted to because her right. back got messed up. But it's just been sitting, really. I mean, my dad wow. drives every once in a while. Paul was driving us over a little bit. 
But yeah, I, probably, <laughs> I think they're going to be trying to sell it soon. It I don't know. Could have, it could be 20,000 miles or so. Yeah, 20. Yeah, that like, could easily be like one of the lowest out there. Yeah. yeah. They get yeah, used definitely. like crazy. Like mine's like 70, but I have friends that are in the hundreds. So. Yeah, but this yeah. is what? It's 2020. What was it? 20. 2013, 2013, yeah, yeah 2013, yeah, yeah. 2014. Mine's yeah. a 14, so yeah, it's, it's had some time for sure. So. Yeah. No, hmm. I mean, they make good daily drivers. They're not bad on yeah. gas, and they're mm-hmm. easy. You know, yeah, but <laughs> would you buy one? Me, as a drift car that mm-hmm. I'm planning to get? No. No, 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 no. I'm not talking about as a drift Ooh. car. As I'm a talking drift about car, a vehicle that can do, you do double duty. It is. Notary duty and track duty. But that's not what I'm looking for. So, yeah, but let me tell you something. That chassis is a great chassis. Yeah, it's a good chassis. Yes, the and chassis is fast as shit, in my opinion. And because like, I've driven a Z and I tried to drift a Z, mm-hmm. uh, one of Jackson's Z's, one of the rentals. oh well, yeah, that's oh, like, yeah, I know yeah. it's not the same <laughs> thing. Okay? Well, relax there. But yeah. That was a bolt-on Z, right? Yeah. My car is a bolt-on FRS. I'd take my bolt-on FRS any day of the week over that Z. Like just the way it handles is just entirely different. So mm-hmm. I don't, I don't yeah. know. It's just, it's just different. And I wouldn't give that up now that I have felt that, I guess. Yeah, Jackson's yeah. Z's are like, it's like they have herpes or something. Uh, yeah. <laughs> kind of weird, you know, they, they kind of wasn't the best dirty. Uh, two laps of my life, but I tried my ass off, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. <laughs> it was the uh, kart track at PBIR. So. Yeah. I'm glad yeah. I tried because actually I can say I, I drifted that track. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. And so, so you, you started, so you started off just filming. Drift events, Yeah, right? just filming because I, I was doing autocross and I was having a ball and then I saw the U.S. Drift Circuit mm-hmm. events were going on and, like, I obviously wanted to be a part of it. Like, it's it's way cool. I used to skateboard back in the day. Mm-hmm. So, like, yeah. obviously there's... Yeah, extreme sport yeah, there's time. Huge, yeah, there's some sort of translation to totally. drifting. It yeah. works perfect. I was always the filmer dude back in the skateboard days. So, it just kind of clicks like that. And then I just saw, like, especially at the first event... I'm like, wow, there's really not that many media people out here, but mm. this is cool as shit. And mm-hmm. like, these dudes are like so close to, mm-hmm. you know, wrecking, right. ruining their car mm-hmm. like every half second. And like, I thought it kind of like deserved something. Mm-hmm. So like, to this day, I still go to events and make mm-hmm. videos. And like, I hope, yeah. I remember talking to you at one of my first mm-hmm. events about this. Like, I think it was like, I want uh, drivers to want to be in my videos. Right, right, right. So that's the main goal, and I feel like I'm finally like and, and sort what, of getting there. So, what is your YouTube channel? Uh, it's it's same thing as my name, Rye F D R Y E V D E E. Okay, hopefully it's spelled so, that way. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> we'll have to put the link in the description. It's along those yeah. lines. It's yeah, along, it's we'll put the link in the there. description. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it's a mix of doing media. Uh, now I'm like just gonna be putting out pure media videos like if you saw the uh okc video okay it's gonna be more like that like if i if i do get to film clutch kickers that'd be great Mm -hmm. uh that would be the next one but then also my driving too right because uh, from when i first started doing youtube i never wanted it to be like a faceless channel Mm-hmm. Right? There's a lot of faceless channels, and it's like yeah. really easy to make a replay channel, right? Or mm-hmm. like, right. I could go to every drift event and just stand there with a tripod and then mm-hmm. post 20 minute videos, and like people would love it, but I wouldn't be fulfilled, right? Right. So like, I just made that a point. So and it kind of got me suckered into driving myself. So yeah. <laughs> yeah. So that kind of you got the bug, and then you started doing it. Yeah. So how was that transition? Was it scary, exciting, or? Oh man, it's. It's really scary, but then I kept thinking about how much I was risking in autocross, and like it, it doesn't sound like you're risking a lot, 
But in road racing, when I did my first track day, I was like, Hold, like I'm hauling ass. Like mm-hmm. this little mistake in the car is written off. Whereas yeah, like, easily. and I've had enough experience in simulation <laughs> to where like uh, I, I do. I've done i racing. Like mm-hmm. I still have a subscription, so like I still race every now and then. But it's very competitive, and you learn a lot about like real racing and uh so i've been involved in racing on a simulation basis mm-hmm. i've always felt that drifting was just safer because really? you're you're in control you can shut it down when you want to oh right there's times, you're not right? you're not there's no time yeah and you're not yeah. most of the time you're not hauling so much ass right to the point where right. everything's gone if right. you get that sliver mm-hmm. wrong but road racing really is you're on that limit if you watched how um senna drove Mm. Like, just yeah. watch how Senna drives and tell me that's not the scariest thing you've ever yeah, seen. No, that, yeah, no, it's terrifying. <laughs> so, yeah, so, yeah it, it kind of scared me, especially being in the FR. And that video is still up. It's my first track day, and it's, mm-hmm. so far it's been my only track day. Oh, it's wow. It is at PBIR hauling ass and hitting the brakes hard. I fried the OEM brakes in the FRS. Like, yeah, brakes I are... went out and I ignored all the forums, and I'm like, I don't need to. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I don't need to replace the brake fluid. What do you mean? What it's is kinda, that? What? This car does great in autocross. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, can't possibly be a factor. But yeah, Yeah. melted them in like a lap. Oh, because I run the RE71s for Mm. autocross, so it's sticky as shit. So Mm. very, very sticky, very demanding. But it's good experience. Ton, yeah. I drifters probably don't. I mean, they don't like autocross generally, or like I don't think they put a lot of merit into it. I agree with that, but it. If every drifter autocross their car, mm-hmm. they would actually like do so much better. I agree with that. Drift yeah, I, I, I agree with that. So. If you that. tried to haul ass in your drift car, you'll learn so much about it. Like mm-hmm. so fast, it pushes your heart. And the things are wrong with it, like mm-hmm. pretty quick too. So yeah, I mean yeah. It's, di- it's a different attack method. And anytime when I'm instructing, I can always tell as soon as somebody says, "Oh, I autocross," or I road race. I'm like, all right, we're gonna be going really fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I just know it, and they yeah. go and they go too fast. True. Yeah. You know, and 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 with, especially on the go kart track, I'm like, oh, you're, you're going too fast. <laughs> yeah. You, know, you need to slow down. But I already know it. as soon as they say that, I already know what to expect. Yeah. So and a lot of time they kind of limit their angle because they are looking for that speed. Yeah, I do that know? all the time. Well, they understeer yeah. most of the time. They end up understeering. Yeah. yeah. I watched my. I just watched my recent. Uh, my most recent footage back which was trying to qualify and get into b class which i did do but Mm -hmm. the way i did it i think was being so conservative that it was like such a shallow line you know Mm -hmm. and like i'm just i'm babying it and i'm taking advantage of what i know Mm -hmm. and like kind of playing it safe right right but, but you got towards you, you accomplished your like goal drifting right that's not a drift mentality to get <laughs> yeah. to point well, a to point b in the fastest time so i mean yeah. it, you know playing it safe is what's good about what you're talking about is you say you know i probably should have won more balls to wall yeah but that mindset when it comes to competition pacing yourself is yeah. True. So that type True. of mindset, to have the mindset, listen, I'm going to take it easy, I'm going to pull back a little bit, accomplish what I need to accomplish, is a, is a very useful skill to be able to do as a drifter. Right, to right. hopefully hold consistency, I would imagine. Right, too, you, yes. you know, yeah. the consistency yeah. and just, you see a lot of times where people go to um, qualify. I'm like spitting stuff out, so I can't stop. <laughs> <laughs> it's getting hard now. Yeah. <laughs> but they go to qualify, and they want to set the world on fire. Yeah. And a lot of times you say, listen, you just get to the track, put down a, a decent lap, get points on the board. 
then go balls to wall. So I having that mentality is good. And, yeah. and and touching on that, I think what many people, especially in a competitive field, what many competitors fail to do is. Oh, hello. Sorry, I gotta get some chips on my. Okay. No, that's fine. Thank you. But yeah, but what many competitors fail to do is come up with a strategy. Right, yeah. Because the experienced guys, they'll have a strategy and they'll use it against you. Mm-hmm. Because they're trying to find whatever way they uh, can, can to, to find a win. You, well, and you, you can tell when you watch them. Yeah, I mean, you, the experienced guys, just like you say, yeah. You can tell when you watch them that they, they were thinking about it the whole time. And yeah, it's a premeditated motion. Even though, like, drift from a... I think drift from an outside perspective seems like super reckless. But like in reality, the driver behind it, it's like super premeditated and they were thinking about that motion already, like way back there. Yeah. You know, and it's, yeah, it's right. pretty crazy. And, and, it, and it goes to show like, you know, especially at the upper levels of drifting, you know, the, yeah. the pro guys that go to clutch kickers or formula drift, whatever, all those guys deserve to be in FD or whatever, right? But not all of them have that mentality. Where they're where they scale back and they think about how they're gonna attack the, the track. Mm. A lot of times they just go and I'm they're like I gotta put down a wild run because I want a hundred points. Like JTP, JTP is JTP is one of those drivers. But Unreal. I do like that. I, and, th- I think it's great to an extent. And I'll I'll say you know even Chelsea is one of those guys. He's right. incredible, yeah. but he'll True. always let it get to him. Oh, the Asbro say he Chelsea himself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the. Competition, though, scares the shit out of me in the drift world because I remember my first few drift events being so nervous and, like, just a wreck even thinking about it. And then to think about competitive side, like, and even, like, hopping on the line at OSW and there's a ton of people on the wall. It's like, oh, man. Like, Mm -hmm. I remember my first few times. It was horrible. The competition scenario, 100K on the line. Clutch kickers, like mm-hmm. for instance, a hurricane on top of you. <laughs> I don't know what these guys are going through, and most of the time, I'm just happy that I'm. Filming what? It, you know? What is yeah. going on? We have a star-studded. <laughs> we got a wrangler. Up. We have. What is happening what? here? What? I'm just. What? Huh? You, you, I mean, you're here. You're already here. here. I mean, what right the here. heck? No, yeah, here. take a seat or somewhere. You gotta have to share mics with somebody. Yeah, I don't even know. No. There you go. <laughs> you got to turn. The camera? Which one is that? that that's that that's yeah, oh, right yeah. there. Oh, but gosh. Be careful. This thing is kind of jinky. Uh, I have to adjust the cameras. But um, what were we talking about? I, I, I lost uh, my train of thought. We're talking about competition. Uh, competition, yeah. So when you're at the... Um, yeah, so when you're at the clutch kickers or any sort of competition where you have, like, everybody... I mean, all eyes are on, are on you. Yeah. I can never... And then, not to mention, you, you got to make sure that everything's in, in order not just yourself as the driver but also as a as in in your vehicle yeah and you build a car up to a certain point i've i've seen it enough where you build up a car to a certain point and you kind of need more than just you you know like when you're making five six hundred horsepower stuff breaks like all the time like you know i i know randy pretty well at this point i think we all know randy yeah like, goes through shit all the time right i mean car makes power like it, i've seen every scenario of people go to the 110th degree of building out building it out right so nothing goes wrong yeah it's still gonna happen right yeah so, yeah it, it's just when you're pushing the limits like that it 
it ends up requiring so much more behind it too. So, um, so I feel for them. Um, <laughs> so it's going touching back on 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 like what avenue to go with because obviously we spoke about earlier about this individual who's having trouble yeah. Um, yeah. finding a, a vehicle. So what about if, if a vehicle isn't the right uh, avenue for them to explore? What about it on the assimilation side? Like, oh, do you feel like 100%. if they can't afford a vehicle, 100%. should they go and explore maybe a simulation rig? 100%. I think my initial rig was like probably five, 600 bucks, like total invested for the first rig. But you kind of like, you build it up over time, right? So like you see people's rigs and I think people get intimidated because you, you think that it's just like drifting in real life. You see somebody's setup and you think, man, I need all that to drift? Shit. Like, oh, I need Kevin Lawrence's R32 to drift? Like, wow, damn, right. this is going to take a while. I'm going to have to build, you know, I'm going to have to take three years to build this car. Yeah. Like you, your sim does not need to be that. And I think you guys have seen most of my driving experience, mm -hmm. right? And that's all been built off of like this $200 wheel that's just like stuck to my desk and I still use paddle shifters. I don't use a, mm -hmm. like, you know, all I have is like a clutch and a pedal, mm -hmm. right? So you can get away with a lot in the sim world <coughs> and it teaches a lot if you choose the right games. Games. So what would you recommend? It's a, uh, by far the number one drift simulator out right now is Assetto Corsa. And okay. I would say it's the only pure drift simulator. Whereas there's lots of games out there, and there is a big difference between a game and a simulator. Um, like iRacing, for instance. iRacing has physics involved in it that was built in from laser scanners. They literally go out to the track and laser scan the whole place. It's accurate to, like, to the T. So that's not the same thing as Forza Motorsport. Yeah. Right? Forza Motorsport did not do all that, right? Mm -hmm. They just kind of guessed and they got most things right. <laughs> uh, so and they also in those games they're gonna put in aids behind it to not uh yeah uh assist right to help you out in the background that you don't see so like a really popular game right now is that uh drift x racing or car, or car x racing or what yeah but well, we have a strong right. advocate of that game over here all right so <laughs> it, i think it probably can teach you just like for horizon 4 can teach you basic Understanding, so okay, I need a counter steer now, but Assetto Corza is so much more involved that I'm literally doing all the same things that you do in tandems. I'm clutch kicking, okay. I'm left foot braking. Mm -hmm. uh, oh shit, this guy, uh, oh shit, he just uh, uh breaking up you. or like just slows down on you all of a sudden mm -hmm. in front of you. You gotta do all the same things yank the e brake, push mm -hmm. in the clutch, and mm -hmm. if you don't do it the game does not forgive you you mm -hmm. crash the guy behind you crashes into you mm -hmm. like you ruin an eight car tandem that was, like, <laughs> that was sick mm -hmm. i was just in the lobby earlier with uh scott like grip grip oil uh, okay. guy and dude it was sick it's great you, you hop in with people too that you would in i racing i hopped in you would hop in with people who are like professional you wouldn't normally come across yeah you'd never and, and sometimes you'd never know the NASCAR guys hop in there all the time in iRacing, so hmm. a, a lot of the fans are very into iRacing because they have the opportunity to hop in with. Uh, oh, they they had a uh, NASCAR had a few races on iRacing yeah. because of yeah. the whole uh, pandemic thing, and they no, were, get closer. <laughs> this is kind of weird. It's 
Come on, put it by well, your put, mouth. Put it up. No, no, you can't turn it. It'll fall off. So anyway, but yeah, NASCAR was doing that for a while where they would... <laughs> <laughs> this is funnier than the vampire teeth, actually. Yeah. Okay, all right. Got go. it. All right. No, yeah, they partnered. Cylindrical things. They straight up partnered with iRacing, and that yeah. goes to what I was saying earlier about what I, all the lengths that iRacing goes through. To have an organization like NASCAR be okay with hosting an official race online. Yeah. Mm. They, they got big technology in iRacing. So it's one of my favorite games to play. But I, I will say there is somewhat a barrier to simulation because it, it does, re- to an extent, it does require a decent machine. So, yeah, but it's just a lot of know-how, I think. But what, what it helps you is somebody has no experience to get that a little bit of muscle memory because when you right. have somebody that has no experience, they don't understand the letting go of the steering wheel like in the totally. car counter steer. So it kind of gets that out of the way to totally. trying to do it on the road. So when you do, you can you can apply that um, muscle memory totally. to your life. And and uh, and I think the value in the Sims is teaching you the real life mistakes, right? Mm-hmm. Like when I'm sure you because uh, you. Grew up learning drifting just in real life. Yeah, I never right? my um, heart right? was so. Before I ever did a burnout or did a donut, I've crashed three hundred thousand cars. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right? Uh, so like, before I even thought about it, mm-hmm. I was already kind of doing it, mm-hmm. right? So, and a lot of our, a lot of the younger generation, more and more, is being like brought up in it too. So, mm-hmm. I think you're gonna see like a huge influx of talent. Like especially in the driving department. Oh, it's already it's already happening. I mean, there's ton, uh, plenty of drivers that I know that uh, before they got onto the first time on the track, they were already like well versed in sims. Right. Who? Well, uh, Camilo's a, one of those guys. I know a great ex- Matt the Ginge is a great example. Yeah. He was like, I, I don't know if he was always purely sim, but I know that he definitely preaches it. And him and Steven, uh, who like. Stevens helped me early on kind of learn how to drift too because he came from Sim. But pretty much everybody I know who's from Sim is an animal. And then, like, I don't know, Matt, Matt is crazy. Mm-hmm. Matt has definitely impressed me a lot of times with his driving and his techniques that you can tell that there's just so much investment mm-hmm. in time, right? Mm-hmm. You can tell the seat time was there. Mm-hmm. Whether it was real or whether it was mm-hmm. digital, it was there. Right. Like, because right. the, the experience is clearly there. Right? Yeah. But there are things that. That you can get away with the sim that you can't get away in real life. Very true. Because I know um, when I was talking with uh, Jackson, <laughs> Very true. Jeff Jones practices on sim. Yeah. And there's a lot of things that Jeff Jones does on the sim that I know Chris is like, hey, he, he does his thing in the sim. When he drives the track in real life, he's still doing it, and it doesn't work. He, he, yeah. He'll tell him, hey, don't do that. You know, it's not going to work. Yeah. In some cases, <laughs> you, I'm always surprised that, like, trying things i do in the sim in real life and seeing if they work or not and yeah like so far a lot of them have worked and it's been kind of crazy but mm-hmm. yeah. yeah it's it's weird trying to find the in-between but i think it, it's made me a better driver in both arenas mm-hmm. learning what's real and then what is simulation so yeah it allows you i'm mm-hmm. sure just like jeff mm-hmm. when i'm on the sim you know i'm probably taking advantage of certain things i can do that you right. could never do in real life but, right yeah of course it's it's about i would say 75 to 85 percent there you know what i mean uh mostly but i mean there's there's pro drivers that are are being trained on sims uh gabby just yeah. mentioned connor yeah. shanahan over in europe he's an irish uh driver for, in the drift all-stars series and 
he is he rips and then there's also virtual competitions well i think if you're drifting especially with how with how expensive drifting is you owe it to yourself to have a sim rig right because your car is not always going to be working yep (laughs) you're not always got money for tires right (laughs) right yeah like i have endless supply of tires on my computer right <laughs> and, they, and they never overheat right right never, they never overheat and never have to drive through a puddle mm-hmm. uh you know i'd never have to check pressures it's a perfect car every time you know but yeah it i will say it can't teach you the real life things like that like but luckily i think i got a head start with like autocross and stuff mm-hmm. like that with checking pressures and having an idea of like okay this feels wrong this, mm-hmm. this doesn't feel right mm-hmm. or knowing why something is understeering yeah. uh, or oversteering too much or you know mm. those things have definitely helped me a lot and i feel bad because i don't put any of that in my videos and then mm-hmm. sometimes i'm just all of a sudden i'm just shredding and it's like mm-hmm. i'd maybe, probably just change my tire pressure <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe there you go maybe you need to start adding that to your new videos yeah i'd like yeah. to this this coming weekend i have a private day on sunday and uh or you're going to or you know you're going tomorrow right yeah tomorrow mm-hmm. yeah there's there's quite a few there's quite a few of a lot of people that yeah we all know um mm-hmm. but yeah sunday there's gonna be a guy there with the frs as well it's gonna be his first time drifting so i might kind of work him in and like mm-hmm. this is how you set up your frs but i don't know lately with youtube like i want to do what i want to do and like mm-hmm. i feel less and less of a duty to like mm. make tutorials for people or some shit like that. Yeah, you know? right. Cause like you, you, it did feel good. I did do a lot of that initially, but it's like, I don't know. I, I, I don't need to change the world in that way. No, you, <laughs> you just do what you want to do and make it yeah. the way you want to make yeah. it. And that's, that's what's important. Cause, cause when I do get messages, it's like, yo, I saw you drifting the shit out of your FRS. But like, mm-hmm. thanks. Uh, uh, you know, like now I want to do it too, mm-hmm. or like I'm helping a lot of different people get into it for the first time. Like, mm-hmm. he, like the one I'm talking about, um, coming Sunday, like it's not the only one. There's lots of people like that mm-hmm. that have tried to hopefully bring in the fold. So mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'd love to do that a thousand times and do a dumb tutorial that people ask me questions about a million, mm-hmm. you know, right. years Why not? in a row. So as far as like, as far as the car goes, uh, yeah. you came from autocross and then you went into drifting. What are the some of the things that you had to make changes on in on the car to facilitate? Because it's not a full on drift car, but it's just kind of a double duty kind of thing. Yeah, in a way, yeah. Um, it's definitely evolved a lot, but yeah, I, I think I would be kidding myself if I said like it's not like stock oh yeah stock is fine you can drift it stock mm-hmm. like you definitely can but like i worked my ass off to drift it stock and when i handed it off to or you guys you know marco garza mm-hmm. marco yeah. garza is the only other drifter who's driven my car he might even be the only other person besides my brother who's ever driven the car mm-hmm. but even he was having a hard time with it like at the same learner's day i was at so it's it's a tough car stock so like headers definitely help a lot just to bring the power to a decent level mm-hmm. or to just help the dip because the dip is a real thing. Mm-hmm. Um, hopefully equal length headers and don't be an idiot and buy unequal <coughs> length because you just like to listen to shit. I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I don't get that. Like I have equal length set. I have like a very nice equal length setup for the car that mm-hmm. essentially makes the most power you can possibly make in a yeah like, mm-hmm. beyond the fact that i'm too lazy to get it like very properly tuned mm-hmm. uh so besides that it's really good power wise uh coilovers 
a little bit of angle with inner tie rod stuff, okay. which mm -hmm. is pretty common now. Mm -hmm. I think BMWs now kind of have that solution now with the inner tie rod. A spacing amount. Yeah, yeah, exactly. A little spacer on the inside of the tie rod. Mm -hmm. um, that's pretty much it. Now I'm just trying to like add speed a little bit because like mm -hmm. I kind of I'm having fun. So what tires you on? Bigger wheels up front now. Uh, up front, I'm running Indy 500s because I got them with the RPF ones I just got. Oh, okay. Uh, the Firestones, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And I've actually seen like, um, who was it? Joker performance. Oh, okay. okay. He was, was running them in the front on mm -hmm. round five, and like yeah. I have a big theory that that's why he did so well in the rain because like <laughs> those things are actually they're pretty great in the rain. Um, yeah. But yeah, not grippy at all, but something that I can use for now to. And in the Play rear, with. what do you use in the rear? Uh, in the rear, I use like uh, so it's two forty fives up front, Indy five hundreds. In the rear, it's two fifteen. Mm -hmm. um, like uh, right now, what the fuck are they even called? <laughs> <laughs> you know how it yeah, goes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, Iron Man's, Iron Man's. The, um, oh, yeah, those are good. The eye moves. Yeah, I actually like. They're pretty good. Like mm. they've never let me down until like I abuse the crap out of them, and mm -hmm. then it was my first time. I never used a puddle. To cool off my tires, mm. I just hot lapped it, and then if you ever drive the clutch kickers, you'll need to do yep, that yep. for sure. I just thought of something. I mean, a random off-topic question: Why can't they come up with like some sort of like trap netting system for like the end of turn one at clutch kickers, <laughs> so that way when they people like take off from there, they could just trap them. So instead or of just them like going a cord, like, like, uh, like an aircraft carrier has a little cable. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> you know, grab them back. Yeah, pull them back. <laughs> grab them back by the axle. I'll have to bring that up. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, hook on the, it required to put a hook on the roof. Yeah. So oh. like, you know, it hooks on the roof and it kind of yanks you back. I make it. Yeah. It'd be pretty hilarious. Yeah. Uh, yeah. For a parachute. Mm. Electronic yeah. parachutes on every car. Mm. Or or Pop just a jump. Stuff. Or a jump. No, that's going to be like, yeah, you I saw this, this on is Facebook. Your penalty. Yeah. I saw this on Facebook where somebody was proposing that they put like a bank at the end of the corner so that way people could like go up like like uh, I, don't, I don't know if that's a great idea, but not if you spend if you go on a fun day and you watch people go off and I've been off. Yeah. That's right. So yeah, if you put a bank, they're just gonna fly into oblivion. Yeah. So that mm -hmm. scares me. Mm -hmm. yeah. But yeah. going back to the car itself, um, how's the, the factory LSD holding up? I mean, oh, I love it. I think it's cool. Yeah, it's, it's really a torsion, cool. right? Yeah, or it's a it's like a fake torsion, supposedly something like that. Or no, no, it is a torsion. Uh, yeah, I used to think it was like a one point five. But yeah, I, eventually I would want like a two-way CAS or something like that, mm -hmm. okay. uh, just to do it clean. Like, cause I've been in tons of welded diff cars, and obviously it being a dual-purpose car, I want it to always be able to like do a track day or like, mm -hmm. of course, hop on the road and just have fun. Right, and, right, right. Uh, Makes sense. Yeah, we all know people are like you can do that with the welded diff. No. <laughs> yeah, I but, think I know somebody. It's yeah. like yeah, but everybody turns their head at you when you're at Publix, and mm -hmm. yeah, that's not crossing a welded diff. Yeah, I've seen that too. Yeah, I've seen full-on drift cars do autocross, and the next thing I want to do at autocross is get Randy to come out and race me. Oh. I think that'd be cool. He said yes, so just saying. Oh. He said yes. He's always up for a challenge. Yeah, he'd be down. Yeah. Well, and now Cosmo Tires sponsors the PBIR Auto Truck. That's right. Autocross it track. does. So mucho that's macho. now officially mucho the macho. Mucho Macho Autocross Track or something like that. So <laughs> mucho I like macho. Mucho Macho. If the car right? survives, yeah. if it survives on Sunday, I'm going to bring it to Autocross, which is on Friday. So. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Yeah. 
That's good. It's a fast car too. It like it could have been the PBIR Autocross champion for 2020 if I wow. wouldn't have gotten into drifting. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow! But it would have been a tough fight between me drifting. and me and my buddy. Yeah, it wouldn't be the it first time. Fun. It wouldn't be the first time that drifting uh, kills somebody's dreams. Yeah, yeah, I bet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Not the first, not the last. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, no question. Yeah. So, um, hearing what Ryan had to say. Yeah. Have you decided on what you want to do? Uh, do you yeah. want to go with a car or go with a sim rig? I'll, I'll say with the FRS though too. Like it's very nitpicky. Like you, you are now a Subaru owner. Like yeah. You have, you have yeah. to, you have to adhere to that shit. So <laughs> oil yeah. changes every three thousand. You know, like change your fluids as much as possible. You know, so mm. it is a nitpicky. It's not, it's not a car that you just can't care about. I'd say, and I think that's why I haven't broken anything yet. It's because mm. it. It's up in the air every week, practically. So. Nice, nice. Hmm. nice. Uh, but to answer your question, Ben, no, real car. Oh, snap. <laughs> real car? Is that what you said? I think it's yeah, because you really- haven't experienced a real sim. Yes, he has. I, I've he, driven he, his. I've, dr- I've gone to other friends' houses. We They're fun. Really? I were we? Yeah, yeah. sick, dude. <laughs> See, that's how it is yeah. in a set of courses. You hop in lobbies with people you know all the time, and you don't know it like until you like mm-hmm. until you yeah. connect. So, yeah. hey, I, it's super fun, and I see like yeah, for the money you can't beat it. But yeah, I just I rather have a real car. No, that's you can just... be so uh, you can learn so much to the point where I think you can skip a lot of steps in the real life scenarios. For sure. Yeah. My oh, brother hopefully. started building one, but then he got tired of spinning out all the time. <laughs> he, yeah. Got, yeah. he got the, the goggles. But the he VR. He, yeah. yeah, he hasn't finished it, though. That can be like a blessing and a curse. I've seen some VR that's really good. And I've seen some VR that's like, I don't know how they do it. Like, it, Have you seen like the live streams where it's like shaking everywhere? Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Because really that's how the person is seeing it, too. So it's like, hmm. how do you live like that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's a little much. Yeah. <laughs> But I have a fun time just visualizing it. Like when I'm playing, like I just have a normal little 27 inch gaming <coughs> monitor, mm-hmm. and like I get so sucked up into it that like you're there, you know. Like I'm literally in the seat. You know, what I mean, mm-hmm. I'm sure you know the yeah. feeling. I like got a 55 inch, like three feet away. Right. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and when you put the neck effects and turn. Yeah, I have the same thing. Yep. So you don't have many blind spots either. Like which used to be a thing. It used to be like fixed camera mm-hmm. but now with what we're talking about like the camera depending where your wheel turns automatically looks that way yeah. oh okay so like when i'm head. drifting this way it's mm-hmm. gonna help me look that way a little bit mm. and then same so hmm. it's really cool interesting it's gotten advanced to the point where you don't need vr mm-hmm. yeah agreed so so gabby you got the trick car up front or are you gonna go pick oh, the trailer up after this i got the fj up front so we can go get the trailer after here okay but you don't need you don't need me do you i just need the key for the lock oh it's in a little battery thing but yeah if it's a real car get a z okay. i'll go Whatever. over with you if you want right yeah. Yeah, we'll go after who gives a mm-hmm. shit <laughs> <laughs> it, like if it has to be if it doesn't matter what it is Z. No, but but you forget down. this is going to be used for notary needs. No, it's so not. he needs the space. <laughs> no, it is. I don't know. It's like, He's got a big stamp. I don't know if you've ever seen it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, Zs have more room than the FRS, I'd imagine. So yeah, yes. no, it's it's not going to be a daily driver. Ben is just making up a story. You can't do huh. that, it, it drives. Still drives. <laughs> Yeah, but it's leaking everywhere. Yeah. It's fine. It's it's a Honda. It'll st- it left a puddle like this true. big Honda's on my drive forever. <laughs> eh, that's fine. It means it still had oil in it. It's good. <laughs> <laughs> it's not- no, you tell me. 
So um, let me. So what do you, I guess? I, I think you touched on it, but like, yeah. what are you looking to do with the? I mean, you're not wanting to do tutorials anymore. No. Right. No. But. <laughs> I mean, but at the same time, you do want to cover some things about what you're doing. So I guess the natural progression would probably be if, like, if you decide to go further along with the drifting, you'll be doing some more of that kind of coverage. Yeah, I'd like to only do, like, if I if I had my choice, I'd be at a drift event every weekend. I'd be filming a, a video every weekend mm-hmm. or driving myself every weekend. Mm-hmm. Like, just flat out. Uh, I don't. I used to do like car shows and stuff like that. Like mm-hmm. I don't, I don't care about parked cars. Mm-hmm. I don't care how much camber you have. Mm-hmm. Like I could give two shits. Like if it doesn't <laughs> haul ass on the track, mm-hmm. like I just don't care. Yeah. Like and it's just I think drifting almost spoiled me in a way like that. Like mm-hmm. once you get involved in it a few times, it's like nothing kind of compares. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's the kind of the hard part though. At the same time, because making content around drifting all the time pretty expensive if you're just going to be driving yourself mm-hmm. yeah. uh, but media kind of lets me do both so and then i really i really do enjoy making the videos like it's super sick when the drivers like i don't know they when they're when they enjoy it i'm definitely happy i could care to i could care less about the general populace it's more so the drivers i hope they feel cool like yeah right that's because you're result. showcasing them yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's hopefully the end result is mm-hmm. They feel like a badass for being in it. So then, I guess, and this is obvious, must have been a question that's been asked already a couple of times to you from different uh, individuals. So then, uh, what would be your suggestion or advice if they want to go about with uh, starting a channel on their own? Uh, uh, Start with what you have and start as soon as possible. Because I think too many people worry about what they need and they just need to like hit record. And just start because the the process is already hard enough. Video is not easy, and I don't think, or I mean, I would say it, it can be easy, but to an extent, it's very very difficult because like so some of the videos I do, they take hours of editing, like mm-hmm. beyond what people I think understand mm-hmm. it could possibly take. Like the OKC video was probably like twelve hours of editing, so it's oh, probably wow. like twelve hours of just wow. sitting down and looking at footage and like, nah, I don't like the way that that one goes into the next one. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. it could go better with mm-hmm. the other thousand clip I have, you know, or yeah. You know, yeah. one out of hmm. a million. So yeah, it, it's very difficult and it's daunting. So you might as well start as soon as you can to mm-hmm. get that process rolling. Like, oh, you don't have a paid software. Well, Windows Movie Maker is free. iMovie mm-hmm. is free. You have a camera on your phone. You might have a GoPro already. You have everything you need to do it mm-hmm. most of the time. So, okay. And, and more and more, uh, especially now with Premiere, they just made Premiere Rush, which is a phone app. So you can exclusively run a YouTube channel off of a phone. There's like multi million subscriber YouTube channels that to this day still film on their phone. Mm-hmm. So, if huh. you guys know Whistling Diesel, you no. should definitely look him up. He's like yeah. one of the. He's fucking awesome. I love that guy. <laughs> uh, but like to this day, he buys like hundred thousand dollar trucks and trashes them to shit. But he films it all on like an iPhone. And like he only recently got cameras and shit. So, 
Huh. It's it's kind of crazy. He waited till two million subscribers to get a camera. So if you're, <laughs> yeah. if you're waiting to make a YouTube channel because you don't have a camera, like the excuse, the it's like invalid essentially. Yeah. And like I said, there's a lot to learn, right? So yeah, and like I'm still awkward as shit to this day. It's still hard to make an intro. Um, mm-hmm. It's still hard well, to like come up with something. Sometimes, like if you're. You know, when you're having a bad day, you might not want to make that shit. When you have a bad session mm-hmm. drifting, mm-hmm. you might not have the best happy-go YouTube attitude. So, mm-hmm. it, it, it's there's a lot you got to learn and you got to figure out. So, like mm-hmm. I said, start, just press record. Yeah, and that's kind of what we did with, the, like, with this show we were talking about. Even totally. if it just yeah. ends up being us and five other people watching us, yeah. we talk about cars and have a good time just getting together. Really. Yeah, are yeah. you doing it already? Yeah, in a sense, right? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, uh, yeah that's, that's usually the case where I think it works out the best. Mm-hmm. It's like something you're already doing that yeah. you're having fun with. Okay, now it opened up an opportunity. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> opened up an opportunity to do, now we're doing a live stream of Clutch Kickers. Yeah, exactly. Had we not started yeah. a show? It, what if you never started? In the fr- yeah, would you have that mm-hmm. opportunity? Yeah, who knows? Yeah. If I wouldn't have if I wouldn't have started hopping on with events yep. like you guys, would I even have the chance to do mm-hmm. Clutch Gears Media? Which I still don't know. So I'm I, sure. I, really, <laughs> I really hope I get on track. <laughs> we'll find out. I mean, they already know you, so it's different, you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't, I don't want that to be the decision, though. Yeah, I right? get You want yeah. to be on your merit, not Judge your... me on yeah. my shitty content. Not off me knowing you. Let me ask you, how was the OKC event? Because there was, I mean, yeah. we had a hard time trying to figure out like what was going on. Uh, like and what then, the feedback was generally? The live stream, we couldn't really, we, we didn't know what was. Um... So I'd say like the, the people on the ground, the spectators who were there in person, I think like had a ball in time. Because okay. uh, Dustin did the announcing and like he was jazzed up the entire day i i don't know he kept me jazzed up savio was doing the same i don't know but i felt like it was a really good environment on the ground and i honestly haven't gotten to watch all the the um replay back but from what i thought i thought they got most of that because dustin was kind of in it somehow Mm -hmm. and I don't know. I feel like Dustin should be an announcer. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's great. Mm-hmm. Do you guys? Uh, was he on the live stream at any point? Or yeah, we had him. Right? Oh, yeah, Dustin, I think so. Dustin Miles, right? Who do we have? Who no, we? I was just wondering if yeah. he was on like the live stream portion of oh, it at no. any point. But but no, you had awesome announcers on there too. Um, I think he was. I think I remember at one point. Yeah. Somebody got on the mic. And then they were like, they were talking for a bit, and they were like, uh, "Okay, I gotta go because I think they want me to be announcing at the track yeah, yeah, that's yeah. instead of the yeah. live stream." Yeah, so it's awesome. like, "All right, bye, everybody." No, yeah. he he definitely like the show on the ground. I think was way different than the live stream. Obviously, like uh, I, I don't know, some of the scenes in my video were like very very quick, but like there were tons of people around the podiums, like, mm-hmm. but for both. Mm-hmm. Uh, and unfortunately, it rained. Unfortunately, it rained. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Unfortunately, for the first group, it did rain. That was pretty tough mm-hmm. and tough for the track, uh, for sure, too, because yeah. a lot more off tracks with mm-hmm. that. Yeah. So, and I was worried about that initially, but they seem at least 
receptive to the idea of another one. I so, saw oh, like at the exit happy. of the final corner, like somebody dirt dropped and just start spraying oh, yeah. uh, mud onto the cars on the other side of the fence. And I was like, oh man. But then I realized somebody had told me it's a junkyard. junkyard yeah. So I was like, oh, who cares? Like, <laughs> Literally all the, uh, all the people pulling parts too, they just like stopped in there and just watching. And uh, mm-hmm. One of my clips is uh, it's Adam from Breakbank. Spray, oh, okay. spraying a yeah. guy who's, Dinkle. the yeah. guy's just like with his cell phone like harmlessly looking and then uh the next second he drops tire and just boom the mud just like <laughs> flies out that was cool yeah but yeah i thought i thought the event was great like on the I ground i want to drive it i, I want to drive it was amazing yeah. the track extremely enticing driving wise yeah mm. it looks so cool and it was fun being there the the media was a little crazy for a second. There were so many media people. Oh, sure. So I actually completely understood. Like, maybe a couple of months ago, I might not understand kind of like what Clutch Kickers is doing and what even Chris is going to be doing soon mm-hmm. with uh, U.S. Drift Circuit because now it's going to be like a paid media pass. Um, but, really? Yeah. Like right That's now, it's me. listed at a 50, a 50 buck media pass. Huh. So. Um, but I, I can see that happening because uh, at OKC, I think for a little bit there, it illustrated the problem before like we had um, before we really had like the processes down where like, OK, you cross with the mm-hmm. person like Clutch Kickers already had that like mm-hmm. jam packed. Like it was so easy with them, mm-hmm. like literally people holding your hand across the road. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, once once that was all good, like it worked out but it was such a packed house that it created a dangerous environment in some cases because okay. now you have like what like 10 media people on an island what mm. if a car comes skating through their understeering mm. uncontrolled and it's like bowling pins right? yeah, yeah. Like, so yeah. yeah i do understand the value now of like limiting media to an extent but i also worry because like I feel like I came in mm-hmm. in all the environments and all the events I've been at so far with like very open arms and very easy to get in. Mm-hmm. And like they're starting to get harder to okay. get into. So I just feel bad for the people behind me. If like I do, con- mm-hmm. like if Clutch Kickers let me in, I, I'm going to feel bad for the people behind me, right? So mm-hmm. I want them to have a chance to. Of course. Of course. Yeah. And we're, we're fully aware of that sort of danger. Yeah. Uh, that you just spoke about because I mean there were there was instances over at County Line back in the day because mm-hmm. we had if you look at the track layout we had basically like uh, a bunch of media people like in the middle of right. like main portion yeah. of the track and then depending on the configuration it would either the the one that would really be a concern would be the first left we we right. would call and then but the problem is is that so you turn into the first left. And then you had media on the outside of it. Mm-hmm. So sometimes you would have people that would just go way too fast for that turn. And then they would go off and into the grass where the media would be at. Yeah. 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 And I'll say uh, Randy, Randy actually taught me a lesson that I think has forever <laughs> kept mm-hmm. me very, very safe. And like one of my first events, he told me, don't ever be on the outside. The momentum car. Yeah. You mm-hmm. want to stay away from the momentum. You always the want to be momentum. on the inside of cars mm-hmm. because, like, it's you can dodge away from them. Uh, yeah, the outside 
cars can shoot off at any direction mm -hmm. and it's literally unpredictable it's that path of momentum where, where yeah. the, the gravity is going to want to take the car yeah. there's always that outside path i have a clip where i think i scared the shit out of nate hamilton because i think he thought about hitting me for a second because i was at clutch kickers kind of like pointing <laughs> the camera you know mm -hmm. doing my thing like mm -hmm. which I, i'm i'm like ready to jump because like mm -hmm. i've seen shit go down mm -hmm. but yeah. And I also understand that I'm taking that risk, too. Mm -hmm. yeah, I'm not Superman. Shit could happen. Mm -hmm. yeah. But I swear, like, the way he breaks, it kind of looks like he checked up because he's, mm -hmm. like, worried about right. the same thing I'm worried about, outside turns. Because mm -hmm. yeah. outside turns are scary. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and uh, also, I mean, random things happen to cars. Where, All the time. Like, you know, yeah. your mid-drift, car shuts off, it shoots off that way. And, you're, you know, well, and it happens quick. Taylor and Taylor Hole. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, by, by the way, Gabby, you can't lay down anymore. And I want to like, <laughs> yeah. I wasn't laying down; I was just sitting down, Indian style. <laughs> I don't know what's In worse. In my defense, it's not laying down. <laughs> I don't know what's worse. I think it definitely comes with territory, though. Like it, it comes with drifting for sure. So I don't think it's like a reflection on any of these tracks, like the situations that happen, because it's kind of just a part of it, right? And then like drag racing, the same, right? We've seen the freak accidents in drag racing. So D definitely, will tell you. It's and all will tell dangerous, you that. and yeah, there's that. Yeah, it's terrifying when you a see risk a risk. We accept so. Yeah. When you tough. see a car going 300 miles an hour, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, the nose is in the air. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it, it happens all the time. And they can go over that. What's wall. up, bro? <laughs> it's terrifying. Yeah. yeah, we don't have nets like NASCAR. Yeah, no, we don't. So that's what I'm saying. We should put a net on the first turn of Clutch Kickers. It'd be great. <laughs> It would definitely work out. Catch but I, I, I bring up the uh, the whole thing, uh, what you just talked about, because I remember one particular driver who just, I kid you not, understeered from initiation all the way to the center of this, like, strip of grass and ends up hitting the, was it again, the light pole, the, the rental, the Sunbelt rental light? Yeah. yeah. Uh, the, the generator? Yeah, the who was that? Generator. Yeah. That was it. Sun yeah. Life? Kind of like no, that. No, that was kind of line. That was, no, 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 not no, skin no, line. Was first a, left. It was the first left, and oh, it was uh, Rogelio and Emil. Yes. I, Rogelio was driving. <laughs> was it? Or uh, was Emil driving? No, it was, I recall Emil driving. Yeah, Emil was driving, and Rogelio was like uh, uh. doing uh, photos, and he was behind that light, and Emil comes and hits the light that. Oh, wow. Yeah, so. That was like we had some pretty interesting. We had Jason eight. Guild hit that truck at the end. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 There was, it was an emergency I, truck. I he slammed into the emergency <laughs> truck. And then the KP zone. Well, you can never forget about the KP yeah. zone. That's, uh, yeah, it happens a lot. We had a good picture. I forget who, who hit the wall. I think it was Carlos where he hit the wall. And somebody caught the picture of the back window like a foot away from the car, like being ejected from the car because he hit the wall. But wow. somebody caught a picture of the actual yeah. whole back window in oh, the air. Yeah, yeah. Piece. Force, wow. yeah. Mm -hmm. I remember there was a photo of, of I forgot who it was. Might, might have been Burke. He, because you remember how he liked to like Hit the bump, barrel at the end? Yeah, you know, hit the barrel at the end or somebody, but I don't remember who it was, but I do recall like Gabby was like on the other side of the uh, barrier yeah. and he was just like... Eh. Like no. that. <laughs> <laughs> it was a uh, Dayron Plata. Plata. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. with the RB25 S14 mm -hmm. line. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He like him and Bert were tandeming, and then Dayron hit the the barrel, and yeah. I was only like maybe three feet away from it, and right there it almost like flew off and hit me. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I've had tail light almost nail me. So like, yeah, mm. there's a lot that happens. So now the US Dress Circuit is having 
They're not going to have an event at uh, PVIR till I think October. Yeah, wait, well, it's August or something. Oh, but there are three events that are being... I might be thinking of Seabring. No, there are three Seabring events. Because there's what? that camping event in August. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. the Holy Shift Fest. Yeah. Yep. Uh huh. Did you have a video? Did you get that? Oh shoot! I was so caught up with what's oh, going on over here that I will say too. I need like, some time to we'll queue it up. On the on the fairness of like safety and like mm. media stuff, like I've learned a lot of lessons over time too, and I've made a lot of mistakes for sure. So like mm. it's it's a tough world, and like it's a scary when you make a mistake safety wise in drift mm-hmm. it's scary as shit so mm-hmm. yeah i apologize to every track <laughs> i've ever uh gotten worried have you got a chance to get on the oval on osw no not yet it scares me uh yeah. but like because that's gonna be third gear for me in the frs mm-hmm. for sure i've never yeah. touched their gear yet mm. and like that kind of you can do it on the apron. It's fun. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. what I've been thinking. Just do the apron and have fun, and not. I don't have to do bank to um, feel yeah, good. I so. wouldn't recommend going more than two consecutive laps. You're oh, yeah. Destroy yeah. your tires. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, the skip pad is fun. What we're actually doing, I'm going with a group Sunday, and what they're doing, a bunch of us at a course of drifters, mm-hmm. kind of that kind of thing. And we're actually like recreating a track. We're recreating the Mayhon layout, or yeah. we're going to try to on the skip pad. Mm-hmm. So it'll be the the entry along the wall mm-hmm. and then you dump into like a reverse yeah. uh or what do you call it like a big like a sweeper into like a tight yeah, yeah exactly yeah and then a bunch of s's yeah. and then yeah kind of mm. loop around oh, so that'd be cool it'll man. be just like mayhan but on the skid pad and mm. that'll be very fun so hmm. what sucks is my buddy who's learning is gonna have to learn on that layout so yeah. that's <laughs> But he can go on the old and do and on the middle. Yeah, that's that, I, I think we're. I'm probably gonna. Yeah, advise yeah. them to just. You can do figure eights in the center. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Get to just the point where you're doing figure eights the, and then have fun. Yeah, the drainage. Plan. Yeah, there's a drain. There's. I still need to figure out. That's my biggest worry about the oval is I don't know where that. They have a cone there. Yeah, they put a cone. Is it in the middle of the? It's offset towards I think the west side. You have to be really off line to hit it. Oh, okay. I never okay. even seen it. I didn't know about okay, it until they talked about it. Yeah. Okay. yeah. So never. I've been on that track for years. Right. Yeah. It's on the flat part where the start finish line would be for the oval track. So like, but on on, on the apron part. I don't even worry oh, about. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. So I mean, to hit that, you got to go really offline. I mean, it is possible, but. It, you should see it and know where to avoid or where to yeah, like. Yeah, one day for sure. Oh, oh. If you I'll hit it up. <laughs> strictly, then you don't even drift that part. You don't drift okay, that yeah. Part. That's why I figured. Because I've never seen anybody like try to avoid anything doing the FD layout. So I'm yeah. like, what are they talking about? You'll be fine. Yeah, I remember doing that when they didn't have the whole paved infield. It was just an X. Yeah. yeah. And we used to do it back then. That yeah. was tight. Real tight. Yeah, I definitely want to bring the car to clutch kickers. So I'm worried it's going to break on that. There is what the fact the fun, the the Freedom, Freedom Factory, Factory is having yeah. their first drift event. Oh, right. Man. Uh, when is that? I've been trying to. I, I've been playing with the out. idea of trying to do media there, but I have a feeling he has like a complete well, yeah, lockdown sure on that. Does. And even though it's a regular drift event, so I don't know. If you have to learn things where you just film on your phone and. I think I still might try because I'd I'd like to try. I don't. Every drift event in Florida so far, I've mm-hmm. you know gotten in and done a video for. So I don't think this is any different. You got just, the, oh, you got yeah, that. obviously could be different. Uh, <laughs> a question: Do you know if the uh, music is? Uh... It's just generic because he has to play. He's been playing it, so it'll be fine. 
It'll be fine. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. All right. If you say so. Hopefully. Hey, I get copyright claims all the time. Yeah, I don't no see. worries. I, I'm fr- I'm trying, man. <laughs> no I don't worries, think man. there's any um claims are not the same thing as a strike. I so. have no idea. So, but I I don't. There's no words in the in the. It's not about the words, man. It's about the music. I don't recognize it's, the music. It's about the notes, like the beats. I have no idea. Really? I mean, he's playing all over YouTube. Well, yeah, I wonder too. I know live streams are different, so mm-hmm. it's a little different. I guess we'll, live we'll find what about out. live streams. The Twitch, how but it's not like instant. My... Yeah, just, oh yeah, 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 yeah we'll okay. find out. Yeah, yeah we'll find well, out. Right? Okay, let's see. I'm pretty happens. sure what happens is they end up me will make money off you. Yeah. Okay. Well, let me just pull this up over here. Can I go full screen on this? Oh yeah, you can. Okay, here we go. Okay. Uh, let's see here. If it'll load, mm. I don't see anything. It's no. just there. It's hmm. the copyright gods already on it. Yeah, yeah. I know. They already <laughs> took it out. Oh my gosh. <laughs> YouTube already knows. Oh no. Hmm. Wow. What, oh, what a failure. I just was expecting for uh, instant for feedback. the magic to happen, but it, it did not. Hmm. Well, 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 the magic is. <laughs> in that case, so I guess, Tim, what do you know about the Holy Shift event? So it's going to be a camping event. I really don't know that much about it. I just know that he just sent us a video saying to start sharing it. <laughs> but it's going to be a camping event. I know he's planning it to be really big. I, he's still not 100% sure if it's going to be competition or not. You should do it. When's uh, the last time U.S. Drift Circuit had a competition? Back a when? Uh, it's been, well, back it'll when Barn Built did it, I would assume. I want to do a competition. It'll be two years to that I, I event. Would, yeah, oh yeah. I want to do. I haven't done a competition in a long time, so I yeah. really want to compete yeah. again. I think I, you you got two days. You know, run one day as a fun day and another day as a competition. Well, Gabby, you're doing. You're going to do. You're doing April. Is that for sure? Well, like yeah. Florida April, needs that, right? Pickers, like, I'll be there competing. Nice. Yeah, just for fun, just shake things up. Like, <laughs> but, well, you're but you're also going to uh, Sebring. Yeah, I'm April doing Sebring too. Okay, April third. Okay, right. that's more like the shakedown day to dial in the car to. In preparation for clutch kickers. Right. Yeah. And clutch kickers is the week after that, right? No, it's like three Pretty weeks. Pretty soon. Or it's March. It's like two or three weeks after. Oh, okay. All right. And it gives, gives us a little time there, a little breathing room. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe if I download it. Maybe that's what it is. We, we might have to do a show at Sebring uh, as like a Friday night show. Yeah, we don't have to. Yeah. yeah. Sebring was really cool last time. I thought it was... Yeah. Pretty, pretty sick. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I, loved it. I had a blast. I hope the pro- I hope the COVID protocol is not <laughs> as crazy. Oh, I know. It's oh. pretty bad, right? They stopped but, the event twice. Dude, I swear. Sometimes yeah, this guy bad. was like pretty mad. I didn't have my mask on. And I was just, like just filming by myself. I'm just mm-hmm. like, dude, like, please stop looking at me like that. <laughs> <laughs> There's nobody around me. I know, like, right? Yeah, everybody's more relaxed now. Now the vaccine. Yeah, I think out. it's been yeah. a long. That was when COVID just happened mm-hmm. so yeah. i totally know i think i was even scared at that point of covid for sure yeah and of course i i'm still wary about it, but mm-hmm. who knows you never know is it manufactured <laughs> <laughs> there is a patent on uh, it Illuminati. but that's a whole other thing <laughs> <Illuminati>. <laughs> mm. so we're having uh trouble here you getting it or what there we go oh.
bad little commercial. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. I don't think there's anything this would be bad now. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So camping, I'm not too crazy about the two step comp. Well, the the guy uh, Bang Coop, he's like pretty well known in like the show. That's what I heard, but I still don't know. So, what yeah, that's why I was pre- I was pretty stoked when I saw it. I didn't saw, see that earlier when I watched the video. So hmm. yeah, that's cool. So that's August twenty eighth, twenty ninth. Uh, still a long ways to go, but definitely something to be excited about. I knew it would be closer to the mic. Anyway, uh, and yeah, I mean, there's plenty to do. I think we're gonna be able to do a live stream from there. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is cool. So if you're not able to make the event, yeah, at least you have an avenue to still be able to see some of it. Uh, but definitely try to make it out there. It's gonna be. I mean, it's gonna be a party. So I mean, why not? I feel like you guys should like do a duet. Like start singing right <laughs> now. Since <laughs> yes, indeed. Maybe a ukulele. Yeah. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> I started playing the harmonica. I can go get a harmonica. <laughs> Oh, the harmonica with the vampire teeth. I'd like to see that. Yeah. <laughs> that that would be interesting. Well, I don't know. Do we have anything else? Um, no. I I think that's pretty much it, guys. No, there's not uh, that much fun. else going on uh, right now. I mean, pro drifting wise, news is a little slow. So, you know, but the season is starting to ramp. Uh, is going to start ramping up. So. There's going to be a lot of news coming out on that. and uh, but, che- yeah. Check out the dryer lineup for Clutch Kickers. I mean, yeah, if yeah. you get a chance, go on their you know, page. I, I want to see that who up transitions. Right like, who do, I want to see if, if pro drivers start just completely ditching the idea of FT. Because I feel like... Oh, bold statement. Wow. Bold <laughs> statement. I feel like a series like Clutch Kickers, you could end up getting just as much benefit as like... What if you don't win any rounds of FD? It's probably more expensive than not winning any rounds of Clutch right. Kickers. I'm just hoping that Clutch Kickers, well... You could win a lot I, more. Well, no, there's just certain things I, I just be political and say. But I'm just hoping <laughs> they get the recognition Yeah, totally. this year. Um, unlike last year, they got you know didn't get recognition by certain people. What but. I, like, what's... Oh, man. I wish Formula Drift like was more transparent about like mm-hmm. that stuff, so I actually knew, and then I would feel good about it. But mm-hmm. like, what I don't feel good about is like I've seen online like pro drivers like they, like kind of post or I won't say who it was, but they, like post their check if they got paid, but mm-hmm. they're obviously not going to show the amount. So uh-huh. it's like, what are we? Yeah. I want to see them with big-ass checks. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, on the well, podium with a fat check. Well, like, we did. Well, we we did the calculation at, like, what is being made at Road Atlanta. $60 a head. And how many how many thousand people? Yeah, there's 15,000 people that go to... Or $60 more a head. Right. And Two like, days. That's... For the record, I don't know what the breakup is and for all i know drivers might be compensated in other ways like sp- i know sponsorships like do carry a of lot course. of their burden and for sure depends on the driver though right like ron getting yes but maybe like like jeff jones not right. so much you know but yeah. uh i don't know you'd think in a series like that where like you win a championship like you'd think there'd be a open like essentially a transparent prize of mm-hmm. what's going on Right, um, right. Like it's it, it's almost as if like the incentive to win isn't that. It, what is the incentive? Yeah, it, there is no incentive. I or even hear is, I hear Jared. Know. I even hear Jared the announcer say all the time like, "Oh, bragging rights at the bar," and it's like, is that really all it is? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's like, I hope that's not literally yeah, what you mean. Just like, just Rodolin alone, if they had ten thousand people on one day, 
just in spectators, we noticed a lot of them. Like that's six hundred thousand uh, dollars. Yeah. yeah, especially some of the some of the bigger tracks that they cancel out. But COVID, I'm sure, hit them. Yeah, but they're still going hard. I would imagine. Yeah. Um, I got so the, uh, Yeah, and I don't hate FD, but like it, I think we all have grudges with it, FD, right? Well, I, I think they could do more for the drivers, right? They are yeah. the premier series in the world. Yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. they they say. So I think they they should be some stepping up when you have a little series like Clutch Kickers that was outshining them, and you know prize money, right? Yeah, yep. Yeah. I, I think they can't allow that, and yeah, I don't. Or to me, Clutch Kickers will win me over a hundred right. times over. Mm-hmm. Like right. I don't even watch FD anymore. Like mm-hmm. I, I don't. I barely do. Mm-hmm. Like so, yeah. like I'll watch the highlights and see who won, but like. Not religiously like I used to. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I would say that Clutch Kickers is uh, just more relatable and it's totally. Just, you know, I mean, there's people that we know out there, and, and that's that. true too. That yeah, we have a lot of bias. I think. Yeah, we <laughs> do. Yeah. We do yeah. But I mean, I mean, FD like I watch. I love watching FD because it's it. They these are the best drifters in the world, or so they say. And it's like, all right, I want to see who's the best, you know. But um. But yeah, there there's some things like you said they're they're not transparent. You know, there's things hiding in the background that I wish would come out. That way we can know a little bit more about it. But you know, the they they're not I've, going anywhere. Uh, they're not going anywhere. And, and it's like the NBA, right? You can and, have, I'll, and I'll put <laughs> like you can have all your you can yeah. love basketball, but not like the NBA. Yep. Yeah. I'm gonna. And I'm, you still have to tolerate both. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Okay, that's a good yeah. way to see. That's it. one way to look at it. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Can say you, can like you go this. on with basketball as a hobby without no, yeah, the NBA you in your life? Absolutely. Yeah. So clutch kickers would be more uh, like, well, like they say, uh, for the drivers by the drivers. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. While FD is kind of a bigger crowd, kind of like more casual people watch it. It's the show. Yeah. I mean, yeah, there's still drivers and real drift fans watching that. But they're they're catering to an even bigger crowd. Yeah. So that there's it that. is different. No, yeah. yeah. clutch kickers are still young. So we'll see. Here's the drivers list, though. All right. So yes, we indeed. got returning Nick Novak. Mm-hmm. But it, uh, wasn't he in an E46 last year? Yes, he was. So he downgraded. Uh, well, well maybe you could argue. That's you could a, argue. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't necessarily say that because He's so disappointed. That's the superior chassis you're talking that, about. Yeah, <laughs> according to uh, Drift HQ, specifically Joel Garcia. I think the FRS is going to take that crown, but whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so uh, I guess he's not using his pro car for clutch kickers. So there's mm-hmm. that. Taylor Ray, obviously, uh, re- another returning driver. Ryan Acevedo, Avocado, he's coming back as well. Brandon McDowell. Uh, there's a lot of, yeah, Lucas Torno, Troy Manners, Jonathan Nairn, Kevin Lawrence, Ethan Parnell, George Thomas, Taylor Hall, Lee Yearwood. That whole list is uh, returning drivers there, mm-hmm. so that's cool. Uh, from there, we have Nate Hamilton, Steven Tassanaro, Patrick yeah. Gooden. Mm. Now, uh, Ooh, that's, that's going to be interesting. Yeah, hey, past driving. Yep. Real, yeah. real quick uh, about that. I, I know that Zach touched that he had an opportunity to drive a car, but is it a uh, an opportunity he had previously? I'm um, speaking of. Is that going to be Matt Field's old drift car uh, mm. that he's he's jumping back behind the wheel of? So if that is, he's going to be very dangerous in the series. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dustin Miles. He's already dangerous as is as a person. <laughs> no. I mean, this is Pat Gooden we're talking about here, right? <laughs> you know, I'm sure Pat Gooden is going to be much happier on the other side because I know you can see. 
judging judging is is the one of the worst jobs you can have in drifting. But yeah, he's, he's a, a driver. Yeah. But you need drivers to judge. But I'm sure Pat and Gooden is going to have much more fun on that side. Yeah. Oh yeah. So then we got Dustin Miles returning. Magic Mike Pollard. I'm really excited to see what he's going to bring uh, next year mm-hmm. uh, or this year. I gotta say, round five, my MVP <laughs> for sure. Like it yeah. was awesome. <laughs> watching. Yeah. Crazy yeah. smoke and Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. just the absolute animal the way he dressed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Ben Julian's coming back. Reese Marine or Marin. That's that's what um, Zach was talking about. Yeah, he was saying that that is the guy to watch out for. So we'll keep. It. An eye on him. Uh, Alan Hazley? Hazley? I'm not sure. No, we'll go with Hazley. Hazley, okay. Uh, Kevin Cardoso is coming back in mm-hmm. the Dirty Z, I guess. Mm-hmm. He's calling that now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Adam Groob, uh, 2007 Mustang. Wow, interesting. I've never seen an S197 out there. Uh, ben Hobson is coming back in a 2000 Corvette. So that's a C5 Corvette. Mm-hmm. Adam LZ. Uh, of course, Dirk Stratton is uh, another returning driver. Uh, Alec Honadel in the 350Z. Always exciting to watch Alec. I mean, mm-hmm. n- no matter what he drives, he's amazing. Uh, Jeffrey Baird and the 240. What do we got next here? Uh, Jeffrey Baird. Michael, Michael Wallace? Is that what it says? I can barely see that. It still uh, looks like. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nissan S4. Hey, I recognize that name. Tyler Berry. He was in the chat earlier. Yeah. Ah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, okay. All right, E36 nah. LS powered. Uh, Joey Whitaker, uh, 2000 Marco, uh, V8 hey. 30, G35. Interesting. Michael Farino in a 98 Ford Mustang, SN95. Oh, I know who that is. That's Drift Dreams. Okay. Wait, is that the Mustang with the Mustang with the Mustang? No, 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 no. <laughs> Mustang with the Mustang front end? No. Yeah, no. Okay. No, no, no. This, this is a, like a red burgundy uh, SN95. Uh, Joseph Love. Uh, I guess what? he's, he's hey. going to be running on his feet out there. No, what <laughs> car is that? What is, what's an N.A.? It's normally actually aspirated. Aspirated. Yeah. Okay, all right. It's not the one uh, from FD Pro. It's a no, no, no. no. That, that would be Josh. Miata. Yeah, Josh Lowe. Uh, Rome Charpentier is... Co- Ooh. Rome was in... Uh, yeah, he's yeah, no, he's pro. He was pro. Yeah, he was pro last year. It was rookie year last year. Uh, oh. Adam Rosek? Marco Garza. Ah, Marco yeah, is doing back. the whole season this this year. Nice, yeah. nice. Emerson Nogueira. Mm-hmm. Uh, Actually, let me cut you off. I've been meaning to ask him about his uh, hair care routine because <laughs> when I saw him, I was just like, wow, it's so luscious. Yeah, With Marco? Well, yeah, Marco, he, yeah, he, he, cut it, he cut it all off. What? On, yeah. Why? No. Yeah, yeah, he cut it all Get off. It. I asked the same thing because yeah. yeah, I appreciate yeah. <laughs> when I saw yeah. When I saw him on the fun day, it was all cut. Oh, son of a gun. Yeah. Well, whatever. Maybe there's a story to that. So, Carry on, no. Yeah, so Emerson Nogueira, he's driving uh, Chelsea's old 1JZ. M3 uh, Andrew Maurer uh, ooh I know him I'm, uh, anyway so, you know uh, somebody congratulations yeah. Yay, you got uh, a friend out there alright Keone Rodriguez Rodriguez uh, or Keone I'm not sure 2JZ240 Hmm. Nick Castleberry. And I thought that was Michael Esso when I first looked at Dude, it. Yeah. I, 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 I like, Michael Esso. That killed me. I was like, no way. I've been reading but, it all the time. I'm like, he went drive a super. Yeah. Mm. Uh, Michael Elsie. <laughs> That's LC, a good point. Uh, in a 97 Supra, a Mark IV. So wow. That'll be cool. So we're getting a few And that's cool that's just the, the drivers that have registered for the whole full season. Yeah, for the championship. These right. are the championship. There are going to be other good drivers that weren't able to do the full season. You know, yeah. out there. So there's a chance they could max out the pre-sale at 80 drivers for the entire season, and they would just be locked in for 
I mean, yeah. You're locked in for the year. Probably, yeah. Right? yeah. They probably could. Could. Technically. Yeah. Mm. But yeah. they're, what they're doing is they're just uh, doing 40, 40 spots for the championship because if not, the, okay, the points so race would be sold nuts. out on championship. Okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then the, okay. the next 40 spots, you can come in and go mm-hmm. as you please. But at, at least you're going to have that big, you know, in case there's... Oh. Yeah, so Zach only oh, oh, something happened. Oh. Whoa. Oh. Are you touching oh. yourself? Are you he, touching he yourself? just noticed the Supra. <laughs> oh. Are you touching yourself? Oh. <laughs> I, I just read something in the chat that is just... Uh, what? Uh, Supra? What? Uh, Zachary Poloff wrote LSMK4 Supra at that. Oh. 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 Ben is having a heart attack. Call the ambulance. Help. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Help. Oh. LS? Wow. Oh. oh, he was trying to make it go fast. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Oh, wow. No. Pulled out the Jay-Z. Uh, I'm going to be so jaded at the event. <laughs> oh, so you don't like that, do you? Uh, he doesn't like that part, but he, he likes the chassis. He just can't. He doesn't no, 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 know what no, no. to think of it. I, I love the chassis. He loves I the chassis. adore the chassis. And he even oh, loves right? the movie. You, you have more. a shrine at your house that you worship every day. But but you just just hearing that, it, it's just <laughs> oh, 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 it's a little rough. Yeah, taking that out. So you don't like it, huh? I'm, I'm, t- I'm jaded. I'm I'm mm. seriously jaded here right now. Yeah. I, I don't know. He doesn't and, know what to think of it. So yeah, it's All just. Right. What other car was it that it uh, we're so like jaded about? I don't know. I I have that I have that feeling about like LS Mustangs. Like it's like. <laughs> <laughs> I see that at the drag strip all the time. I know, and it's like, <laughs> damn it, it works. But I don't like it. It's just well, they're I, just I fixing the issues. Yeah, they are. What about a Coyote <laughs> Camaro? This goes back to our argument. I wish somebody would where Which I was one? like, the, the Mustang motor is garbage. Like, why do you want to get a Mustang? <laughs> <laughs> because it's not every other car. I like Mustangs. I grew up on Mustangs. So. Oh, boy. All right. Well, um, anything else you guys want to add? Because I, I'm, I'm done here. I'm done. not. <laughs> with, with, that, with that, I just, uh, I, don't, I don't know. I'm, I'm the V8 done. Super. I don't know. <laughs> Um, I mean, there's so many other options, but yeah, I mean, yeah, he could have put an RB26. Shut up. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> that w- would not have been any sort of jadedness whatsoever. I would have just been like, no, just set it out of the track. It fails tech. I think <laughs> RBs, though, I've like Kevin Lawrence's car won me over to the RB side, I think. Just what is it so wrong it. with the RB? Because I, mean, I think they're just hard to maintain, right? I, I don't they're know. Hard, yeah, uh, I would say that. They have a lot of oiling issues. Yeah, right. But yeah. just on pure sound, like it's the, the oh, sound, I love the way it sounds. A the ravenous sound, sound, the way it goes off. like, And it's just so angry. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. It's hmm. one of my favorites to mess with in the edits. Like, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's an old video that I, I love watching to this day, and it was an E30 and had an RB in it. And it was like revving to nine. And it's just, I would just listen to that section over and over again. Just, yeah. it's like, it, yeah. I, one of my favorite sounds, you know, second to the Jay Z. Yeah. I never really understood it. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Now I, now I know why they like to just mm-hmm. dump all their money into it and just mm-hmm. rebuild it over and over again. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it sounds fucking sick. And that's the one thing I miss in the FRS is like when I hop in. Friends' cars are like SR20s and stuff. I'm just like, uh, yeah, that boost. The boost cool. on, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, Zach wrote, uh, Kevin Lawrence made me pull my LS out of my competition car and go <gasps> RB25. They are legit <laughs> when done right. Ah, legit when done right. Hmm. Gotcha. 
Yeah, I yes, mean, indeed. Kevin Lawrence has been running that the RBs for a long time, and, and he's proven that they're pretty reliable when they're done right. I mean, not that he's never blown a motor, but it's been pretty seldom considering that it is an RB. I think you could do a motor right and still blow it. Like, I think you've seen that. You see it in racing, like, time and time again, even mm-hmm. a built motor. I've seen it with two JZs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, it's, it's like, I've seen two JZs being built, and they're nothing crazy. And they blow because, well, some you know something. Well, they when did you're wrong. pushing, owner limits. error. All right, yeah. owner yeah. error. And that's what I'm saying. It's ID ten T. Yeah, <laughs> <a> user error. <laughs> all right, <laughs> all right. So, uh, Ryan, what's in store for you in the future, man? <laughs> uh, I don't know. Just keep dripping the shit out of the car. Have fun. That's about it. I just have fun doing these events for sure. And. Uh, the videos I, I'm hoping are about to be like on a hopeful next level. We just got like a new camera, new gimbal, and it's like by far way different than the camera I was on before. Mm-hmm. So like my whole initial hope of like hoping drivers feel proud about it and stuff. Like I definitely have all the tools I could ever want to ever do that. So that's what I really want to focus on. But still have fun driving. But I don't have any plans for, like, competitive driving or anything like that. Like, the FRS, I do want to, like, have fun with over time. And I don't think I could ever get rid of it at this point because it's, like, it's never going to leave yeah. me. Mm-hmm. But It's a good platform to build on. Yeah, exactly. So just learn with it over time. But the media side kind of helps me balance it all. So, yep. When you blow it, swap it. It's a great plan. Yeah, it's fun. Mm-hmm. It'll be an LS, too, if I swap it. So ah. I'm sorry to disappoint. Uh, it's okay. I'm really sorry. Uh, it nice. makes it makes sense. Nobody cares about the eight six, honestly. I got, what, what I, I got a, into it. it I got a one Jay Z non VTI going in my that's in my BMW and that's I bought it three years ago. Because you have you have a car at Jackson's shop, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's like yep. part of Jackson's he, shop. He's now. had it <laughs> there. It's a part of the decor there. It's a part of the decor. It's a part of the building structure now. Yeah. By the way, we got a comment in the chat from Drift Sessions that writes, I hear no blows as well. Wow. You said that? Drift Sessions. Fall. Oh, no. We've been hacked. Even oh. when you're not here, I can still feel your hate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, so where can people find you? Uh, Instagram probably to stay up to date, and then uh, YouTube. But all of it R Y E V D E E Ryev D. Mm-hmm. So okay. Now you finally know. Yes, yeah. thank you. <laughs> official, because official pronunciation. And we'll catch you also on uh, Assetto Corsa, right? Of course, Every once in a of while. Course, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm on there all the time, and I have my name on there displayed, so you can just hop in behind me. Cool. Have fun. All right, Ryan, thank you for uh, mm-hmm. stopping yeah, by. Appreciate it, and uh, hope to catch you on the track yeah hopefully in a few weeks uh hopefully we'll all be at clutch kickers i mean yeah. i'll be yeah. there either way but right. i really hope i can be there yeah. yeah yeah we'll hang out yeah definitely definitely we gotta go to that mexican restaurant yeah oh yeah yeah that was good yep definitely I- i'm already making some plans so yep <laughs> i'm ready i'm stoked i am stoked mm-hmm. i just can't wait to make the drive and just be like <laughs> yeah i'm excited I-, I i love the trip itself I like, I'm weird. I like driving up there and driving back down. It's kind of relaxing to me, except for when Paul just can't 
stop making fun of me or whatever. It's just the ele- like well, <laughs> Paul's not going as the first round, oh, unfortunately. So yeah. we'll have to figure out how we're gonna you ride with me or whatever. Yeah, yeah we'll figure that out. I'll be there. The elevation gives yeah, me well, anxiety. you're not that bad. Like I, I can't the driving when when especially when you're getting close to the area and the elevation changes like so drastically and like you finally. Start seeing hills and yeah, it's not yeah. flat and boring. Yeah. yeah, real life. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, it gives this is so what it's like in the, in the rest yeah. of the world. Freaking <laughs> like sixty degree. Yeah, no, it was angles it, it like, was crazy Jesus. last time because we were driving through the hurricane. Yeah, so it was not only just all that which you just mentioned. So maybe that was a part of that. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, think of it. And then they had that uh, water leak that they had to deal with. Yeah, so Paul likes to blame it on me, but Paul also <laughs> bought one of those things that you stick onto the windshield to put your phone on. But, <laughs> but if you've seen Paul in real life, the guy is huge. So he doesn't just go and stick it on. No, he pushed it <laughs> yeah. through, and the windshield broke the seal, and it started leaking. Yeah. So, yeah. so yeah. we had to rig it up in a way where we put a bungee cord around that the, the yeah, no yeah. Way. So we put a bungee cord, hooked it up to that phone <laughs> thing, <laughs> and then we like hooked it onto something else, and it pulled the windshield down enough to stop the leak. That's not the easy trip. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, well, it was adventurous. Yeah, it was fun. Uh-huh. Yeah. Fun times. times. Yes, indeed. All right, folks. Thank you for tuning in, and uh, appreciate. Uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> You're Sorry. right there? I'm good now. <laughs> he spit yeah. them out, and it's just like <laughs> saliva. Like I got the oh, room all over the table. Yeah. All right. We'll catch you again two weeks from now. Take care. Good night. Good night. <laughs>